Welcome back, everybody, to Phil's Recap and Review, Game of Thrones, Season 6, Episode 7, The Broken Man Feedback Show. And here we are this week to talk about all the feedback, voicemails, texts, some comments that you guys left in, and a lot of the motherfucking chat. I'm not here alone today. Today I have two very special guests. With me, of course, is Joe Dirty Locks. Joe is here, down at the bottom. You can see him in the bottom of the screen, waving. I'm unmuting his microphone. And here he is. And, oh, here he is. He can talk. Oh, shit. And also, we have a very special guest, FOP member. And also, you might know him from uh, the little finger impression that he calls in the show. Does a lot of hard work for the show. He's joined us a couple times here and there in the background. But here he is officially to join us on a feedback show. You guys know him. You love him. The Walking David. Walking David, how are you doing today, buddy? Oh, I just muted him. I, he was going to talk, and I'm like, fuck that guy. I muted him. We got the walking David. What's up, buddy? Doing very well. Uh, so we're here tonight, today, this afternoon, wherever the fuck you're watching this. We're going to talk about all the different voicemail, and we're not going to just take voicemail from this past episode. We're going to talk about the last two episodes and get through all the crap. But as always, the motherfucking chat is with us. We've got Dakota, Laney Brown, Critch, 1-800-THE-DREW, Tommy, Analysis of Thrones, Laney Brown. If I repeat your name, it's because I love you so much I have to say it twice. Holy shit, Critch, Dakota, all these awesome folks. I'm also in the Discord group. I will be in the spoiler group is where I will be. And uh, if you want to have any specific questions you want to leave, jump into the feedback group or DM me directly. And we're not going to waste any time. We're going to get right into this. We're going to get right into our feedback here. Okay, let's turn this fucking music off. Get the fucking music off. Let's get into <laughs> our first big feedback question of the day. And this is going to be a big one, I think, just in general of of the day of what we're going to be answering. We're going to be talking a lot about this particular question. So let's listen to this first one from a good friend of ours. Here we go. I lied. I don't want to play it. Fuck you, Phil. What are you doing? I'm dying to know which good friend Hi, it is. Hi, Phil. Hi, Joe. Hi, Katie. So I wanted to talk about Arya Stark. So wait, wait, what about David? No, hello to the Dave. Dave. No, I'm kidding. Hello to the Dave. <laughs> and the whole... Like, that might not even be Aria. Like, if, what if it's, like, another test? I don't know. It's really confusing because my coworker mentioned it to me. It's just like, oh, she might be actually Jack and Hagar because she wasn't even walking the way that she usually walks. And I was thinking about it. I'm like, oh, shit, that's right. Because the last time we saw her, she looked more like her old self. Like, Aria saw her hairdo, her clothes, everything. She was hiding in that dark room. She blew up the candle. I'm just like, oh, shit. You know, like, the weight is going to get get there in the dark. She's going to get fucked up, right? Because Arya has needle. But then, like, I know, like, time is really wonky on this show. Like, did she spend a really long time waiting in the dark for her? And then all of a sudden decided it was okay that maybe they're not looking for her. So she's just walking around willy-nilly, throwing cash around and asking for ships. And, throwing you know, dollar like, bills. She can't be stupid enough to let down her guard that much, right? Like, she's just staring in the at the water. And, like, I would be looking everywhere and, like, hiding back in my dark corner. Like, I would never feel safe. So it's really weird. And it's like, oh, she might be, like, Jack and Hagar actually, like, using Arya's face. And that's why, like, her walk was kind of weird because she's kind of walking like an old man, like, with her hands behind her back. And maybe it was a test for the waist because he told her, don't let her suffer, and maybe he's going around pretending to look like her to see if the wave actually goes through it. Like, what if he's testing 
the wave and Ari at the same time. I have oh, no clue. But then I was thinking, well, like the faceless men, can they use the faces of people who are still alive or do they already have to be dead? So mm-hmm. that part's yeah. like really fucking with my head a little bit. It's like, well, if it is Jack and Hagar, like this theory, because I've found the theory later online, says then doesn't Arya have to be dead for him to use her face? Can they use faces of living people? That's really I think I think Jackie Nagar could possibly do something along the lines of the same kind of magic that Melisandre's using to deceive people, and he has certain skills. I do want to point out this picture. Carmine sent me this, and yeah. if you guys can see this on the screen, it is the face of the old woman that attacked Arya that was a face on the wall. I was going to mention that last week, but I, it completely slipped my mind when we went through the Arya part that I'm pretty sure that the old woman was one of the faces we saw in the in the hall there. So, so, da- so, David, what what do you think about what the caller says? What do you think about this whole Aria situation? Um, well, for me, I I don't know. I'm curious to see what uh, Jack and Hagar meant by the fact that he goes, "It's unfortunate, you know, the girl had many gifts," and I'm like, "What are all the gifts that she has? Like, is she like Wolverine? Can she just heal that stab wound up?" And he <laughs> like, um. I'm also, you know, curious that it's an interesting point that the person made that it might be uh, Jack and Hagar who got stabbed by the wave. That never really occurred to me. But if it was, don't you think that uh, he would have reappeared when he resurfaced on land when he fell into the water? Uh, Probably hard to. No, definitely interesting. Joe, go go for it, Joe. A couple of theories I heard was uh, one you had mentioned about waif and aria being the same person uh, i don't like that i i just don't like it so i'm not going to entertain it but the other thing i heard was fight club um, are you about to talk fight club uh well that well that's uh, that, that's why i'm not going to talk about it okay you're not talking about the tyler durden theory, theory. correct her name correct. is Roberta. I'm, yeah, <laughs> I'm gonna get into the fact that um so she's kind of she went and almost kind of we see her befriend the troop a little bit i mean she's smart she's a smart girl she knows not to be seen out she we see her hiding in the dark at first so why the big change why is she all of a sudden out in the morning or in the afternoon flashing big bags of money down by the pier like scrooge mcduck right and then uh and then she's just off like daydreaming over the water on a bridge out in the middle of everything where everybody can see her um it seems almost surprising when she when she kind of realizes and she jumps in the water for her escape, but this could all be kind of a setup. Um, we know that during the during the scenes from the play that that those actors have have uh, blood bags, probably pig's blood and shit like that. Maybe they helped her out a little. Maybe she's not really. I mean, she pretty she really looked wounded. She looked like she was bleeding. She looked like she had been stabbed for sure. But it could all be part of like a you know, make them think I'm gone. Make them think I'm dead. Make mm. make the wave think she can't check a dead body. You know. So you're you're subscribing more towards the theory that it's a plan that she was doing with the acting troupe, and that was all maybe a setup that Arya was doing to snuff out the wave to get the wave to play her hand first, so Arya could make the next move in under surprise, not being injured, and the wave will be surprised, and and it gives her a more an advantageous position to fucking kill the bitch. 
So I just want to jump into the live chat. Joe and Katz asks, is that Orlando Carizian? What's going on? Um, <laughs> his name was Hoder. First rule of Fight Club, stab Arya. I really hope we don't get that Fight Club Susses analysis of Thrones. All right, Joe buys the Bravos Im improv players plot. I still don't understand the Fight Club reference. The Fight Club reference in the movie Fight Club. I don't want to spoil the movie Fight Club, yeah. but just in case you haven't seen it, but there's some element of that movie that gets spoiled at the end or, or the discovery of the end. That it, movie's old enough that you can spoil it. Is it okay? Five, four, three, two, one. To go a minute ahead if you don't want to get Fight Club spoiled. Uh, ultimately, the main character ends up having an adversary or a friend through the whole movie. And ultimately, at the end of it all, similar to A Beautiful Mind, I'm guessing I'm going to spoil that too, where you find out it's just an imaginary friend or it's just no, someone. It's him. It's him. He's, it's, he's, uh, it's a different, yeah, it's a different element person. of himself. It's, it's yes, I was doing it a little bit more. Joe's doing it yeah. more medical. But ultimately, yeah, he's, he's got a little bit of an imaginary friend. So the theory is, is Arya is only seen, the Waif is only ever seen talking to either Arya or Jaqen. Uh, and when uh, with a waif, see, I made you talk about to it. Kill, to kill her, she's asking permission to kill herself to finally put Arya to bed to become this no one and all this shit. Yeah, we're overthinking I don't it. Like, it, especially with her climbing out of the water and walking down the street, still bleeding. It doesn't lay to the fact that the waif has succeeded. If the waif is still Arya, then the waif has thrown Arya in the water and walked away. Uh, so I I just don't buy that it's the same person. Me neither. It doesn't I don't buy that either. It's a little bit too much and too involved, and it would really uh, kind of screw with the flow. And I would I would just be straight up, wow, that's could, fucking stolen shit right there. <laughs> it will, could could it be a dream? I mean I know that sounds like a that's usually a cop out, but I mean could it be? Could it be just like a nightmare of like something she fears the wave might do? I've well, I've we're heard give her that dream and not the wolf dreams. I don't know. Maybe that's one of her many gifts. I don't know. No, good um, good point to bring up, David, though. A couple people have speculated that it might be a dream and for a few different reasons. So we'll have to see where it goes from there. Are so she going to wake up back at King's Landing at the like Ned's head getting cut off? No, no, no. Just just, <laughs> just in that situation. Uh, Ricey says, yo, 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 at a restaurant watch. You guys, hey, we'll wave his actual cereal Pharrell. Uh, an atheist, Abby, says, holy shit, watching a show live. Great to have you live. There is an image. I'll try to find it before the end of the show, but there is an image for next week's episode with the waif where you see a shadowy figure standing behind her that Joe, I'm going to fuel your uh, tinfoil theory because that shadowy figure, the shadow itself sure the fuck looks a lot like uh cereal Pharrell. I'm not like, I, I don't yeah, buy that does. shit, but did you see the picture? Did you no, see? No, I haven't. But haven't hell yeah, it does. Okay. I'll try to find it at some point. So if you pierce them, the water leaks out. <laughs> Lady squeezes hello everybody wave side butthole i was just talking about the side butthole before the show started so uh, i'm the only one who thinks the wave is sexy um i, I think it, i think yes you are uh, you might on the show but I, i'm more of a fan of scepter shame if we look at them both outside of uh their characters scepter shame is pretty goddamn attractive well uh, the waif isn't hasn't been made up to look sexy i'm sure if, if they made that waif chick if they let her put on some street clothes or some real clothes or even gave her some uh some flowery dresses and frills and some makeup she'd look pretty pretty cute hey that that uh, mother Teresa that she was being was pretty hot <laughs> yes yes the the image we were just looking at that that is that's is great yeah. she's like almost as hot as the total recall uh woman when our Schwarzenegger stuck three, in it <laughs> three way the old woman on the bridge and and Melly without the uh 
Hello, girl. Oh, we've got Eric Nolan in there. Someone says the image is Phil talking on a website. Oh, what insert Game of Thrones? Oh, thank you so much. They Eric Nolan. Love fucking Eric Eric Nolan. He's uh, I, I think I saw. I believe I saw him in the in the in the last episode as a war, as a uh, chieftain. Fucking Eric. King Ragnar's in the chat too. The wafers of four out of ten. Wood bag. I uh, have to see her side butthole to, uh, to first. The motherfucking chat going crazy as always. Great to see all of you. Okay, so let's get to our next question. A lot of these questions are going to be directed at this Aria situation. So we're definitely going to hit up that situation a bunch more on the show before we call it. Uh, before we call it. So now uh, this question is from uh, Wisconsin, I believe. Or it's from someplace called Battleground. Great name for a place. Why the actual fuck are they making Stark girls so goddamn stupid right now? I can't stand it. I knew they were going to let the waif fuck up Arya. So many questions. What happens with her next? I hope she skewers the waif and drops her off the house of black and white. So that that is the big question or a question going into the next episode. Will Arya kill the waif in the next episode, David? Do you you think uh, Arya kills the waif in the next episode? Um, yeah, uh, well, no, not the next episode. I think two episodes from now, because I think it's going to have to be sort of, um, sort of like a predator as it kind of gets in closer and closer loops as it circles its prey. I think Ari is going to have to try to reverse that and try to then follow the waif around without the waif's knowledge and kind of study what she does and then kill her, uh, in a, in a way that maybe even Jack and Hagar approves of. Um, because yep. I mean, that it could be a test. Like we, like people have speculated, it could absolutely be a test that Jack and is putting her through because he considers the waif disposable and as a mere tool to train Arya. No, very, very, very good point. I do. I'm not sure if it's going to end up at the end of this next episode. Uh, the only reason I think it is, is, I think there's going to be so much stuff with episode. I think it's either going to be in this episode or at episode 10. Episode 9 look is looking like it's going to be a lot more of the battle of Winterfell and and that's going to be a big chunk of a battle episode similar to Blackwater, similar to Watchers on the Wall. I think episode 9, which the title just got rele- released and we can we can talk about that a little bit at the end, but it got it's called The Battle of the Bastards. So it seems like that episode's going to probably go a long way. Okay, I'm going to put up this picture. Episode 10 is called Clegane Bowl. Yes. It's uh. called WrestleMania. It's called <laughs> WrestleMania 4, uh, buddy. Uh, okay, this is the image, Joe, if you can see this, uh, of of her. And we see the shadowy figure behind her. Who's that shadowy figure behind her look like to you? Uh, Joe, your mic's on mute. That is definitely serial. It's got to be serial. Who else could that possibly be? I don't know. Just anybody. But that, that is a pretty damning picture right there. Of it, it Look at the be... shoulder pads. That's serial's shoulders. That's serial's fro. Okay, there you go. <laughs> the only fro in all of Westeros. Right. Um, Come on. That That is so That is. We never see him die. What do we say to death, Phil? Not to. That fucking pansy ass fucking white cloak wasn't taking him out. I don't care if he had a broken fucking wooden fucking bullshit training sword. No way. This is supposed to be the best sword fighter. I don't think it's serious. I don't think it's serial, Joe, but I just wanted to uh, add some gasoline to your fire right there. You don't think it, but you know it. (laughs) I don't know anything. It's a fucking chat. You're trying not to think it is more the the, uh, correct term, I think. David, David. 
Well, I think that, well, one, based on that picture, granted, it could be like a ramp situation, but Sergio Farrell was a very small guy, and that guy looks like he's six feet tall in that picture. Like nah, um, she, The waif is small, and he's standing behind her on stairs. Someone says it's yeah, definitely Gendry in the chat. Someone says, yes, you're right, Phil, it's definitely Gendry. <laughs> he's back everyone he's back he's back he's he's saving her he's gonna he's gonna fucking kill put that picture up again i will it's, give me a second and i'll put it back up keep uh but you know um you're saying six i don't know I, I it could be somebody it could be jack and hagar wearing a cereal pharrell mask for all we know um it could just, just because, be a, it could i mean he's taller jack and hagar is taller and that looks taller than the normal serial pharrell but like joe said i think he might be right it might be on a ramp or stairs yeah i mean look at the hip his hip is in the middle of her but, forearm uh, well look at there's a barrel in the back you see what i mean like that barrel it's height. like waist height and that looks pretty he looks a lot taller a barrel how big's a bath uh, oh my god <laughs> We're there, getting in the real I know we're, we're getting Zapruder film here. Back into the left. Back into <laughs> the left. Is that, look at the head. Did, did he, is that a cowlick or is that a thing on the back right there in the picture? Is that guys? the front of him or is that the back of him? I don't know. I don't know. It, I think we're, I think we're getting a little bit. I just wanted to add a little fuel to your flame right That's there. That's the Joe. back of somebody walking away. It's just a still frame. Yeah. Somebody in Bravo. Yeah. Yeah. It's yeah. Doctor Strange. There it is. Yeah. Right there. Yeah. There you go. Yeah. It's, and they wouldn't, they wouldn't release that in a promotion photo like that so we'll see about that his torso is too small <laughs> oh it's it's jack and or cereal uh the live it, it's hot pie it's funny it's gendry hell yeah gendry i would we get some gendry banging going on in the chat too okay before we go too far i want to play this from uh from a a friend in the live chat right now this is a let me try to do this while i'm doing screen share type stuff sorry sorry everybody i hope Hope this doesn't freeze things up, but here we go. This should work. Let's start this screen share. And this is uh, Craft Mama's baby. Oh, and uh, sing, watch, watch what happens when, sh when Craft Mama hums the Game of Thrones theme song here. Let's, let's check this out. This is freaking cool. <laughs> is it me or does she even put a bump bump in the German accent? Oh, that's so that's so so fucking cute. So, that's really cute. Really cute stuff right there. Thank you so much for sharing that with us, Craft Mama. And, right and that is so MFC. That is so freaking precious. Fucking amazingly precious. Aw, fuck it, baby. Make sure you uh, check out Craft Mama's channel and uh Check out all of her stuff. Great, great stuff going on on her channel. If you're, if you, uh, she, it's not in English. I'm just going to warn you. It's not in English, but it is quite entertaining. I watch it, whether it's, whether, and just go, um, that looks yummy. And you can see lots of, <laughs> lots of awesome stuff like that too. Like, uh, like baby loves Yummy's Game of Thrones. It. Yeah. It's very yummy. And, yeah. and, and, and yeah. So our next question here is, what up, house issues? Okay, I have a huge tinfoil theory after watching the last episode. Our story is called Song of Ice and Fire. To me, that means that we are connected. Kenerva, Melisandre, they all seem to see a fraction or a simple of the symbol of the truth. 
What if uh, Raukar is the consciousness of the children of the forest? The red god is the consciousness of the children of the forest. Hear me out. The weirwood trees were all cut down and burned, thus uploading the children's consciousness, which is why they get glimpses, not full truths. The priests are nothing but wargs that took their gifts to a shy, creating their own religion. Joe, what do you think of all of that? Uh, um, that's tinfoil, all right. Uh, I kind of, I kind of like it, but I mean, they were fighting this shit. I don't know. They created this. Shit. I don't know. I, that's that's some deep shit. <laughs> that's some deep shit. That's a. Uh, what do you think, David? Do you have a, you have a take on this at all? Uh, I don't. I think it's an interesting theory that the reason that they can sort of see. Uh, things from the past and possibly visions of the future. The warg theory is interesting. Maybe it's sort of like on the ice part of the Song of Ice and Fire, you get wargs like the wildling one that we saw and Bran, and then on the fire side, you get the red priestesses and stuff like that. So maybe like the wargs of their sector, and then there's different wargs of the north who have like green sight and things like that. Uh, I haven't seen them have any like war or sites of the future yet. This is something that I've heard the knowledge about. of the past of things that they right. probably didn't see. Well, the thing is, is the trees are supposed to have seen it. The trees were supposed to have been there to experience it. And even though they don't have eyes, they have consciousness and they're able to somehow trees are able to absorb everything going on around them in time. So mm -hmm. they, they, and that's kind of why the, children have carved faces in the trees and shit like that and it gives so it puts that kind of perspective in it but as far as the story goes i don't ever remember any future flashes or warding or sights from the future um the closest i think we have in the books is when bran is standing outside the tree and the motherfucker touches him but that seems more like it was like in the present and not the future so, but the future thing is, is weird because I, I don't, I've mentioned it. I think we've talked about it on this show and I've seen many other people throw in the future site as well, but I don't really kind of remember any kind of future site. Yeah. I mean, I guess you can't because sort of like what Blood Raven was saying, you know, the, the past is our, the ink is already dry in regards to the past, but when they talk about the future, he never really specifies that much about the future. He doesn't specify about like, can you affect it? Can you predict it? You just get these flashes a lot. And but not have to... we gotten any of of the future? Um, yeah. Well, people keep saying that that clip of the sun rising over the uh, weirwood tree is is a glimpse of the future, and like maybe the the long winter coming to an end or and we have seen in some ways mm. that some of the visions that melisandre can see in the fire and in the shadows she sees glimpses she sees things that could be viewed as the truth sometimes it's wrong it's like with the naked man from how i met your mother i'm one out of three or uh three out three out of five times it works it works it works right and i was gonna say like and that, that could be the other thing that's the good point that's the other thing that could be the 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 thing that says we have future glimpses but those come out wrong Mm -hmm. too often right so yeah. so uh so so interesting theory definitely sparked some good conversation i don't know if i subscribe to it at all but i like entertaining yeah. i enjoy entertaining every single fucking theory possible it's funny sometimes me too uh, we, i like to at least think about it and, and give it and give it its proper like 
Like, I don't want to dismiss any theory, even though I might be like, wow, that's deep. And do you know foil. why, Joe? I, because review that in my Joe, head. Do you know why? Point, because if we you know? look to a couple of years ago when someone was analyzing Hodor, someone actually said it means hold the door. And everyone was like, fuck you. You're an idiot. You don't know what you're talking about. Someone said that. That's a real thing. Someone many fucking years ago, they didn't know the context, but they randomly guessed Hodor means hold the door. And everyone was like, yeah, you're, you're an like, idiot. You're, you're an idiot. You're a fucking <laughs> idiot. And of course, it did end up making that. Let's jump into the live chat oh fucking great to see so many people come to see a bunch of people saying finally made a live show dirty fucking jesus what's up what's up what's up buddy great to see you guys if i had a cape i'd wear it uh aj justice right now she knows she's being hunted so she wanders around in public like uh no one danny had future danny also had future of sight in the in the the friggin house of the undying thank you thank you david the house of the undying uh, analysis she, that was okay analysis. so with with that future site, was that future site or was that she was tripping? Like she was, no, she, she, was, was, having, she was seeing a glimpse. She, she was, was given premonitions of of a few things, but was again premonition. None of this has really been any like premonition is seeing is is precogging seeing some elements of the future analysis of the throne says a vision of the future is the dragon over king's landing potentially the wildfire fire jojen saw jojen also saw his death by fire uh getting out she saw the throne room with the roof broken and it covered in snow uh bran predicted ned's death in season one uh the part of king's landing burning is not from the past uh oh i'm sorry scrolling past the chat uh, Phil, you're awesome. No, you're awesome. Phil's new name, Dirty Jesus. Bran also knows what happened to Benjamin after he disappears. Joe, uh, are we talking about the show or the show in the books? Uh, are you talking I was about? Kind of going over. I was kind of talking about both. I don't remember much, like any future, like actual future things that like were put in as as like this is going to happen and does no, there, happen. I mean, they're, spe they're all ultimately speculation prophecy type things where people see what could be viewed as, as some element of the future. It's it, when you go with dreams or something, or even with the precogs and minority report, it's, it's not always a hundred percent accurate. They can just somewhat see it. Uh, yes, David. Well, it's also like, um, you know, not to use such a cliche, but sometimes uh, those who refuse to change are or sorry, those who don't know their history are doomed to repeat it. Uh, so the dragon flying over King's Landing, that could have been from the past when the dragons were, you know, because they had their skulls in the throne room at some point. They could have killed the dragon and then just, you know, that's before they killed it and had the skull in the throne room. Mm -hmm. uh, I don't know. I think some of it, you know, has been flashes of the future we don't know, but I completely agree that it's been the majority has been the past and things that have already happened and things that are happened currently. People say, uh, David is serial, fills my spirit into animal. Uh, Jojen explains the future and sees what brand will become. You have a pimp cape. Uh, Danny saw the red yeah. wedding. Danny saw the red wedding. It did happen a book earlier. The only reason it wasn't in the show is because it would have been too much of a giveaway. David is Admiral Akbar. <laughs> is, is the walking David dressed like Baelish? Yes, he does have elements. Oh, great to see you out, Red Sox fan. I still wonder why John and Sansa didn't show the Northern Lords the letter from Ramsay. That's a good question. And more and more as time goes on, just to touch upon that, it's something I want to bring up later. The letter, people wonder if Littlefinger wrote the letter. I'm starting to think that the Manderleys wrote the letter. Hear me out here. We keep mentioning... <laughs> 
We keep mentioning the Mandalays here and there. I have a feeling, I don't know why, I'm just starting to think that it's probably Littlefinger that wrote it. I mean, or ultimately it's going to end up being Ramsay. But the Mandalays are somehow showing up. They keep bringing them up this season. They're not bringing them up this much for them not to show up. Right. And they might just show up at the battle. I think maybe they set this up because they wanted to form the army there so they could join the army and be able to conquer the Boltons because they didn't think they could do it themselves. I don't know. Whatever's going on, I have a weird feeling that it's maybe the Mandalays that are behind um, it. I really like our analysis of that letter in the other show where we broke down or the chat broke down all the different like phrases that were fuck ups. Um, yeah. The come and see, all right. The come and see the, um, the skinned, not flayed the, and there was one other really good, the dogs, not hounds, yep. like all these points really stick out so much so that I've repeated this theory to a, quite a few people. And I really like it. It really makes a lot of sense. Um, I guess uh, I, I just bravo. I guess bravo. I just think our little finger knows how to dot his T's and cross his eyes a little bit better. He'd know that Ramsey caught. I mean, maybe he doesn't understand him completely, but and I, those are yeah, and those are small things. Those are things that you might if you're not if I don't hang around with you every day, Phil, I'm not gonna know that you only ever refer to your dogs as hounds. Exactly. If I don't hang around with you every day, I'm not gonna know that like uh uh well the come and see was given to us by you know that's something that's little fingers that he let slip in there so you know, so yes little finger yeah, yes little finger <laughs> or yes david i just want to explain that i stole this cape from robin of the Vale. you bastard you're an evil so uncle you're, so basically you're wearing robin's mom's cape yeah look <laughs> i disguised myself so i could get back in <laughs> oh my goodness! You evil. Like the veil is my favorite house, and the 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 veil, that castle, is my my favorite. You evil. Send this raven. <laughs> you send evil raven. Send send it. <laughs> you fucking evil bastard! But well, we we can't stay too long on, on the little figure. He'll hypnotize us all with his evilness. <laughs> oh, little, little bastard! Let's get to the next question. This is from our buddy Claudio, who's in the live chat right now. I want to make an argument in favor of the High Sparrow. He gives us a few things we wanted. He gives Cersei what she deserved. He also messed with Marjorie out of power. Remember, she's a bad manipulating person. He got rid of Joe's favorite person, Jamie. He's a better person away from Cersei. He has not killed any of the Starks. This is very important. He's fucking with Tommen. He's a fuck Tommen's a fucking douchebag. He Didn't also had, He also has a good sense of fashion. And uh he's just a psycho uh, religious fanatic freak. What the fuck's the no. problem? No, no, no. That person's fucking wrong, okay? It, he's, a West, he's a Westerosi Charles Manson, and he's out of his fucking mind, okay? He's going around like, I don't kill people. I just tell other people to kill people, and then they do it. It's like, he's... Have we seen him so, give orders to kill anyone yet? No. Look, no. they surround him with billy clubs, whatever the fuck they have. Well, when you threaten me and I say, oh, but I got 12 people here that will beat the hell out of you if you try to kill me, Am I saying I'm going to kill you if you don't follow my religion? <laughs> or am I saying don't touch me, go be yourself? Hey, he's the Westeros Baptist Church <laughs> is what he is. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Oh, so he's, God. you know, he's, he's out there with his little picket signs and his little billy clubs going, you know. Uh, God hates incest. You know, God, God, God hates, yeah, exactly. God hates Lannisters. <laughs> uh, Lannisters are fags. You know, like stuff like that. 
So our next question is from Zanny. Do you think that Jorah will discover during his quest to cure the Grayscale that stone men are representing a fire-based second army of the undead <laughs> encroaching upon Asos as the ice-based army is approaching Westeros? No. I don't think that, but that's fucking <laughs> great. That reminds me of uh, the Stone Men army from Ninja Turtles there. But uh, but no, good, good question. Let's go to another question from Amy here. Army in China. Do you think that Jamie and Brienne will fight? Also, what does slaughtering Tully's have to do with being able to go back to Cersei? I thought Tommy kicked fun. Jamie out. I think uh, slaughtering the... Uh, the Doing that situation in River End is just what his king told him to do, so he has to do it to be able to go back and report to the go king home. that I that I just finished the situation. Do I think Jamie and Bran will fight? If Jamie wants to die, he'll fight her. I don't think Jamie stands a chance fighting Brienne. She has not, a not even a little not, bit. Not even a little bit. One, she has that fucking sword that's gonna hack through anything he has and his armor. He's she's gonna die quickly. Very Jamie and and Bronn together couldn't defeat Brienne. He, she would kill both of them real quick, I think. Fight with the naughty parts. Braun might Braun might be able to uh Braun, I think, is quick enough. No armor holding him down. Um fights in a in a manner that's not necessarily honorable. <laughs> but uh honorable. I, I think he might be able to hold his own against Brian pretty well. Maybe as good as the hound did. I don't think the only problem I see with I think as a Maybe. fight I think no I think as a fighter yes I just think the Valerian sword kind of oh yeah yeah yeah, 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 yeah. that's what I mean she has Oathkeeper yeah. give her something besides Oathkeeper it's a, I mean Jamie and Bronn would probably defeat her but I just mean with Oathkeeper she's gotten through these guys like fucking a hot knife through butter it's not it's not even a fucking contest yeah uh, yeah uh, a couple. Quick quest, another question from Ehrlich, Sir Alec von Lichtenstein. Uh, question on the preview for next week's episode. It looks like we get Tyrion staring at the uh, at the ceiling shake. Most people think it's a dragon landing on it. Do you think it's Drogon re returning with Danny or Viserion or Rhaegal? Uh, what do you and what do you think it means for the plot going forward? I think Danny's going to show up at the end of the episode. I think I think Daenerys will will see Daenerys get back to Marine. She's got to get back to Marine. So I mean, oh. very soon. No, it's happening very soon. It's happening oh, very soon. Wander, the wandering Danny. How she's how like, far away is she though? I mean, like, she's gonna just like little finger and just like I'm here now, and then like everybody's like, okay, I think I, guess I she think is. she said in the last episode. I could be wrong. Someone can correct me. I'm pretty sure she said in the last episode we're about a week away from Marine. So here, we, here we go. Here's a, here's a very un-PC. Uh, is she a metaphor for the Jews, wanders the desert for 40 fucking years and thinks everything is hers? <laughs> is, that, is, that, is that bad? Metaphor for the Jews. <laughs> that's always a, that's a great play. lead into whatever you say. Yeah. There's no, <laughs> I don't know. Maybe it's... Uh... There's no way to go up from here. So let's go. Let's Maybe go. It's to... like the Jews. <laughs> so bad. I'm so sorry, but I had let's... to say it because it's just, it's it's frustrating watching her fucking. She's still in fucking hey, Marine. She's still guys... way the fuck out nowhere. You're... Do you remember though? I mean, how Moses was a complete fucking idiot, and how everybody uh, hated him. And then he rode a dragon off into the distance. Sorry. Okay, okay, okay. Let's let's right. go, let's go to our let's go to our next voicemail here. <laughs> this is from uh, this is from I believe the last week's episode. So uh, so let's let's get to this one. Hey guys, it's Draven. I had a quick thought. What if if we do get a Cotlin Stark as Lady Stoneheart? What if she is the Fire God's version of 
um, the Night's King, and her job is to rally people and forces and whatever, or, you know, fire zombies versus ice zombies. <laughs> It'd be pretty cool to see Ruahar, or how you pronounce his name, start to take an active uh, fight against the White Walkers that are coming. It'd be cool. And I'd love to see some spells from the Seven if they, you know, if they have any abilities. But, all right, I'm going to keep it short. Thanks. I think you're on to something in the battle between fire and ice, essentially, but I think it's going to be Danny with her dragons is going to be fighting in that type of situation. In fact, I'm, I've said a few times, I think the White Walkers are setting forth to stop Danny because she's the, cause, cause she's going to destroy the fucking world with all that fucking crazy that's built up in there. But, but, uh, but ultimately, interesting point. Either of you guys have a comment for that, uh, for that? I'm gonna let Joe say something first. <laughs> I was reading the I was reading the chat. I, I didn't mean to say thinks everything is theirs or everybody thinks that everything is hers. <laughs> that's, that's don't back that's don't backpedal now, Joe. Just just leave it. As we know, when Katie's not around, Joe uh, Joe gets himself I in get trouble. Bad. I, I, get, I get myself in trouble. Joe gets I'm sorry, in trouble. Holy crap! <laughs> like people in the chat, Joe. Oh my god, damn Joe. <laughs> Damn, Joe. Oh, gosh. Joe, shame. Everyone, sh throw the shame. Uh, Joe has to throw some money in the uh, in the jar again. Okay, let's listen I'm to... I'm allowed to say these things. Let's get, that, let's get to Buffalo, New York. Hey, Phil. Love the show. I just uh, wanted to get your thoughts on what do you think about Arya um, in her fights. I'm thinking she might be sandbagging a little bit. Um, like, when she has to fight her again, I think she's just going to destroy her. And uh, you think she's smart enough to have, like, taken the fall there. So thanks a lot. Have a good one. That's from the week before. And I think it's interesting to note on that one, uh, this goes to something that Joe was talking about earlier that I think is an interesting point he was making about whether she might – this all might be a setup. This might be a setup in the way that she is – mess with the actors or mess using the actors to kind of set up the situation. And maybe she has carpet bagged it a little bit with sandbagged it, not carpet, different kind of bag. Uh, sandbagged it a little bit with all of that just to kind of set up the situation a little bit better. Uh, so, so I could see that. I, I could see that she was doing that to a certain extent, but I just think she's going to surprise attack this person and kill the wave when the wave doesn't expect it. And, the wave's going to think she's had the best of her and then ultimately stop her. I had a question for you, Phil, Andrew. Um, do you think that that girl, when Arya like, smacks the rum out of Lady Crane's hand and she goes, careful that one, she wants you dead, um, do you think that she's going to like play a part in the next episode? Like Somehow maybe she was like another a faceless person who was also going through training uh, at the same time? Um, uh, I don't know that, but I do think that that's going to be how she eventually gets back to Westeros is with that acting troupe. I think that acting troupe will head over to Westeros and she's going to kind of, I think that isn't the last time we've seen them. We have two very long scenes with them and a lot of focus on Lady Crane. I, 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 that's an interesting theory, David. I, I, I definitely think we're going to see them again and they'll be important. Joe? Um, oh, sorry. I, there's... I've thought of a few different ways she gets back to Westeros or gets out of this. My best, my best thought is that she get, comes across this acting troupe, believing they help, they help get her back on her feet, or they were part of this, and that's where she's headed right now, and she's just hoping to get there in time. Um, I don't know. I don't know though. It's um, I don't necessarily think 
that other actress is part of the House of Black and White or the Faceless Men. Shame, I Joe. Think, uh, Shame. Just, I know everybody Shame. shamed me in there. I've, I've been shamed. Um, Shame. Did, should I? Should they told me I should strip? Should I get naked and no? That well, that doesn't help anybody. That this tape's come. This that, tape can come off. That doesn't help this video not get flagged, Joe. That doesn't help anything. So that that, that will get this video taken down. No one wants. Uh, no one wants to see any of the three of us except for maybe David do that. No one wants to see you or me do that, Joe. So uh, so so maybe maybe David. Uh, I don't want to see my old man, my old man sack. No, hey, stop that. Who oh. wants? Who wants my, to my see my bat wing, letter. my angry goat? Yeah. Oh my goodness. I'll um, show you my pink letter. Avert your eyes. Oh, Aver <laughs> oh no. Oh gosh. What an evil fucker. Uh, Ned told Jamie that he didn't have, to, didn't fight in tournaments because he didn't like to show his opponents how he fought in real. So, so Arya may be doing the same thing. Very, very good. Very good stuff. Doesn't mean anything if we can't throw poop, guys. All three trip right now. David Dong, David Dong equals win. <laughs> I spit out my water, guys. You fucking naked walk of shame, Joe. Damn you, David. Nice, David. And uh, I'm going to say good uh, good mixing to make sure I had the camera on David right there at that point. It's perfect timing. Accidental <laughs> timing. Weird. Okay, so here we go to our next question of the day. Let's go over here. Phil, ridiculous episode. Leanna Mormont stole the show, in my opinion. As I would like to have seen, I would have liked to have seen John and Sansa push back a little bit more to House Glover when he started bitching about Rob and the lives of his family that he lost. John and Sansa should have known that was going to happen going into that meeting and acknowledged it first. He, uh, he, the maester from Bear Island could have counseled them or they could have talked to somebody about somebody that would might have known the information. A thousand years of history between the houses. I'm sure the Starks bailed them out sometime before. Where the fuck was House Glover when Rickard and Brandon were being burned alive by the Mad King? Maybe Joe or someone can shed some light on that in the Q&A. A big week coming up. So uh, I'm before we get into that, I'm going to pass over to Joe to see if he knows anything about House Glover. I did look up House Glover a little bit. House Glover is a noble house from the north. They control Deepwood Mott. Uh, they are as old as the first men, the first men after the long night. Uh, uh, Mormont's wife, Jorah Mormont's uh, first wife was a was a Glover, the one that he was too rich for him uh, or that made him... Uh, steel and all that sort of stuff so because of that maybe i'm just i'm kind of spitballing here ned was the person that eventually stopped jorah from doing everything he was doing so maybe the glovers also have some passive uh anger towards the starks about uh what ned did to jorah in that situation and kind of messing up their situation but i don't know joe do you have any uh any history or understanding about the glovers during the robert's rebellion situation or well, i'm during pretty sure that they fought with robert's rebellion everybody in the north stood up and fought when uh ned's dad got and brother got murdered and leanne and got taken everybody rallied around rob in the north i don't think there were any north holdouts that were uh really Lannister based that I can remember there might have been but yeah. I don't think so so um and as far as you know like as far as a thousand years of history or ten thousand years of history between the Starks and the Glovers I'm sure they owe them something you know what as far as I'm concerned I could really care less what our fucking grandfathers did together but if you know if you fucking go kill like my brothers and shit or you know fuck over the family that's living now that history shit is out the window as far as I'm concerned. Mm -hmm. Like, the fuck does that mean? And I have an interesting side point to bring, just just thinking about this scene, watching a couple other people's videos, that's making good points about this. And we had talked about this too with Sansa and everyone else. 
people are handling. Is John just not telling people that he came back from the dead? Don't you think he should lead with that? You know, first off, I came back from the dead. And, I mean, maybe they won't believe him, but ultimately, the long night, all the stuff, uh, maybe he should bring uh, one one with him. How much of an asshole do you sound like when you say that, though? Like, But hey, how much hey, of an hey, asshole hey, did... Hey, wait a second, Joe, how much... What, what, how much of an asshole did John, did Sansa sound like? Well, you owe me. You owe a me. Big, a big asshole. That's why John rolled his eyes, too. He's like, oh, fuck. I mean, all yeah, I'm she, saying is everyone's handling... He's a little bitchy. He's, he, just, everyone's handling it just very casually if it is known that Jon Snow came back from the dead. Otherwise, he is the Lord Commander of the Night's Watch, and they should be like, not... Oh, are you fighting with wildlings? No, not your brother. You're the Lord Commander of the Night's Watch. Why are you collecting Why soldiers? There? That's what leads me to believe that everyone just knows he came back to the, the life. And it's like, yeah, whatever. Like when Bran was talking about it, yes, he's down. But I can understand why since the whole, you know, coming back from the dead thing. It's just being handled a little casually for me. I don't know. It's completely like, fucking mad. People said it's in the like, chat, no one saw him dead. So no one knows it for real. So good points. Right. And then it's like, it's like, Okay, what did the Night's Watch send out ravens to everybody? By the way, Jon Snow was murdered and has come back from the dead. So if you see him in town, don't string him up. He hasn't abandoned the Night's Watch. He's just resurrected and his watch is okay. over. Okay, can I change my point then? Then bring 1-1 one -one with you. Just walk around with 1-1. One -one. Why isn't 1-1 one -one carrying Jon Snow on his shoulder? Jon doesn't need a horse. He doesn't need anything. He just needs to ride on 1-1's one -one shoulder. And everyone's going to fucking fall. Yeah, I don't follow wildlings. I don't fight with wildlings. But you're going to fight with a fucking giant. I don't care. Anyone's going to be like, right. I'm fighting with that giant. I'm on that side. Right. And instead, instead he's like, look. Stannis is Stan, King Stannis is uh, old hand yeah. here. He Yo, oh, we got Davos. We got Davos. Yeah, come on, come on. We 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 got we got Davos and we got sixty two awesome fucking Mormons, like the best <laughs> the best fucking Mormons of the world. Then you should be like, I got a fucking okay. Yeah, we got wildlings, but we got a giant too in a fucking dire wolf. Dude, so they got Lyanna. And they got Leanna. Like she's, she's going to be out there. Master, Joe, John's afraid to die now or commit others to death. John should walk around showing his stab wounds and have one one with him. Yeah, he fucking should. CGI costs too much, but we got to see more of one one. Or or ghost for that matter. John just wants to live out his days in Winterfell with what's left of his family. We got a Hulk on our side. CG budget, budget Phil. No one one for us. I'm missing Ramsey the last couple of episodes. Somewhere Timo is smiling. Good point, uh... Good point up there. Fucking uh, John should walk. Yeah, you should show around walking his uh, stab wounds. Ren I, says. I, I've actually missed Ramsey too in Uncharted 4. There's a, you get a sidekick hunter, and I've named him Ramsey. He's my dog, Ramsey. And going and to the time he comes out. Going to the Glovers, uh, Glovers for one second. Jorah's first wife was a Glover. She died after her third miscarriage. His second wife was a Hightower, and she was the one that wanted all the riches and went into slavery. Okay, thank you so much. Thank you for correcting me on that one. As ten, 10 minutes ago, people were yelling at the screen, throwing, fucking wrong, Phil! You're fucking wrong, asshole! So uh, so here we go. Okay, so our next... The, glo the Glovers are too old for this shit. Yeah. Get the reference? Yeah, Everybody get the reference? Ah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, they can't. Gonna, oh gosh okay so this next message I'm, I'm that joke was lethal it went, that yes. joke was lethal <laughs> oh my gosh i'm suddenly i want to watch some jet lee movies for some reason okay so gnome uh gnome said uh perhaps you are selling tommen and cersei a little short the show builds in layers and one of the first things we saw this season was tommy asked Cer tommy tommy i am tommy tommen asked cersei to help him be strong 
Then we have several episodes of Tommen making nice with the High Sparrow, and when we finally see, he finally sees the Queen, he's surprised but follows her lead. Cersei wasn't surprised and hasn't flown into a rage over the setbacks that the Faith, if she's been manipulating things via Tommen, then she has gotten Jaime out of King's Landing and out of the King's Guard, which is something Tywin was never able to do, and Cersei has reiterated this sentiment several times, including this season. And I think there is a reason we have not seen a scene with Cersei and Tommen together since he has sided with the Faith. Not saying she's going to get what she wants. I believe all parties involved in King's Landing are going to be false, uh, false with one with one another, best laid plans and all of that. Uh, I think Cersei's fatal flaw may be her supreme confidence in the mountain's victory in this upcoming trial by combat. I think that's a great comment. A lot of really awesome stuff there. I I'm I think you're right. I think I'm not quite. I'm definitely underestimating Tommen. I don't think I'm underestimating Cersei. I think I'm estimating Cersei. I think she has some plan. I don't know what her plan is necessarily, but she has a plan. She had a look on her face when she was talking to Lady Elena that, yep, I, yep, fuck all these people. She, she's going to do something. And it's the maybe it's the mountain. She thinks the mountain can just kill everybody for her. She's confident in the trial by combat situation. But I don't have faith in Tommen. I just don't. You're right. I agree with everything you said. If if I did have faith in Tommen, I might believe in your point a little bit more and think that it could be some elaborate ruse. I agree that they haven't shown them together. That's very interesting. They don't show the half of their conversation. That's also interesting. There's some smoke in all of those points. But I just think that this kid's too much of a wishy-washy dumbass. And I don't think he's in line with the plan. I think he's in line with what Marjorie's plan is, which is she's using him oh he's gonna go with whatever i say right now so let's let him drink his kool-aid but but i don't know joe what do you think she ignored him cersei ignored that boy for far too long to have any kind of real influence over him the first guy that came along who was all like and woman who came along who were all like hey Tommen, let's be friends and or whatever or as in marjorie's case let's be married like they have they have their claws into him. They're the first people that have showed this kid any kind of uh, like non. Mm, uh, uh, I can't even think of the word I'm looking for here. But they're the only people that have, that have treated him like a person, that have talked to him like an adult, that have treated him like an adult. Legitimized, you know, like legitimized. Well, yeah, just uh, treated him as his own person and not completely fucking ignored him his whole most of his life or or so. Uh, He's going to be easily brainwashed by, by you know, either Marjorie and or. I think Toman, we, we, we may be underestimating him, but ultimately, I don't think so. I think he is uh, being pulled in many directions, uh, the least of which is Cersei's because, you know, fuck that bitch. <laughs> what, what do you think? What do you think, David? Um, I thought it definitely seemed like... Uh, somebody was whispering in Toman's ear when he was letting Jamie go from the King's Guard. It didn't yeah. seem like he really meant what he said because when Jamie just goes like, he kind of had almost the exact same thing with Sir Barristan, uh, the bowl, where it's just like, you know, this is this is for life. You can't kick me out. And he's just like, well, your services are no longer required. Like, there's there's some bigger plot at hand here. I'm not sure if it's more Cersei. I don't know if it's the High Sparrow. Um, but it's obvious that uh, Marjorie has some sort of hidden motives, you know, saying like, look, I'm still loyal to, you know, House Tyrell or whatever. Um, and Cersei might be trying to 
get Jamie to really believe that these things are happening and kick him out and have him really legitimately be pissed off just so that he doesn't fuck up her plans. Yeah, he's he's the perfect little chew toy between two dogs playing right here. And I think I think ultimately Marjorie's plan is for her to be in control or in a power position in King's Landing no matter what in the Queen. And she's seeing that the power player, the strong force, is the high sparrow now. So I'm going to play his game. And I'm going to play him because... I can't play with Cersei. I can't play with my family because I can't play with Tommen because he doesn't have the balls to do anything. So I need a different alpha here. And my alpha is the High Sparrow that I'm going to kiss his ass and do my best game, which is to tell people what they want to hear. Marjorie is excellent, or TV show Marjorie specifically, is excellent at... Uh, being like Bruce Lee's whole uh, wave of the intercept, be like water and uh, and go to whatever you know, uh, whatever situation you can need to bend to. Uh, you she bends to. She she knew what the right things to say to Renly. She knew the right things to say to Joffrey. She knew the right things to say to Cersei if Cersei wasn't a crazy fucking freak that had this that had this prophecy stuck in her head. Of these, of this younger queen taking her place and all of that, I think she would have known how to pacify Cersei at a point in time too. She just knows every play and she's excellent at it. So I think Tom Tommen is just a unfortunate pawn. Tommen Tommen is dying by the end of the season. It is known. No, I think you no. you say no, Joe. No. What if Tommen and Danny end up married? Uh, I don't think that's gonna happen. I'm I'm with the person in the chat. I think Tommen is a fucking is dead by the end of the season. Dead. Dead. Yeah, I think dead. he's dead. I think he's dead, and it's fucking Cersei's fault somehow. All the Lannisters except Tyrion wiped off the face of the earth. No, I think I think Jamie and Cersei both make it into next year. I think I think Cersei lives, but she kills. She somehow is the cause of Tommen's death, and she has to sit and she has to. And we lead into next year with her completely batshit crazy. I don't know. I I could be wrong. Uh, we'll get into speculation a little bit more as we get towards the finals, but. But, uh, but interesting mm -hmm. stuff as we go on. Let's go to our next question of the day. This is from our buddy Critch. We kind of talked about a little bit about this earlier, but we'll get Critch's points in here. Let me get over to the, uh, to the window. Get over to my window. Okay, another answer. Arya and the Waif are split personalities. Used to make Arya no one. If that is it, I call bullshit on whoever plotted that. Long fucking book and show journey for that to be the goal. Absolutely. Uh, another point. This was not Arya, but someone in disguise. I call bullshit on that. Requires Arya to send innocent to death and make makeup that doesn't come off in water. And makeup that doesn't come off in water. Another answer, Arya was Jaqen wearing Arya's face or testing, distracting, using some sort of magic because we see someone else wearing Jaqen's mask earlier in the House of Black and White, so things are possible. Requires Arya's face, but at least it's not total bullshit. And Caitlin said, response to this, doesn't exactly require Arya to send an innocent person. Jaqen could have sent an innocent person. Uh, maybe she remembers not to put... Oh, sorry. I was reading the end of that question. So we talked a little bit about that, but I did want to include Critch's thoughts no, in here. I'm, I'm positive. That is Arya on the bridge. It is not Arya and Arya. It is Arya and this waif chick who wants Arya dead, who I believe that that chick's story, when she said she was from a noble house, 
I like that theory that she's You think she's afraid. Yeah, she's afraid. I just think I that like there's, that. again, I think it's no way it's Arya simply because I would think Arya wouldn't have, wouldn't leave her cave without Needle by her side in that situation. That's the, and that and the way she was walking on the rewatch. Yeah, I think the she was being, I think she was setting up. We, we, we will see in the next, we don't have much to wait to find the answer to that, to those questions. Now, uh, last one from, or not last one from Critch, last one about this. Uh, Phil, you've taken in by the Bravos theory. Arya was wearing blood black so she was not carrying that's why she was not carrying needle and she was out and about throwing money around to get attention why would Arya, after surviving a night in the darkness hiding around walking in bravos without a care in the world book passage throw a sack of silver implying that she stole the silver demand the ship to leave early and returning in a waiting place answer she's working with lady crane in the improv armor and so that is critch's like theory. theory that is critch's theory but so I, I, i'm not necessarily sure she is actually working with them or maybe she didn't expect to actually be injured as much as she was, but I do think she is on her way, either one way or the other, to them walking down that street, or will be found by them if okay. she's not already. So let's them. let's give the Walking David an easy one here. This is from our this is from Timo. Timo says, "Hey guys, I'm trying to understand why people were so upset that Yara was sleeping with a girl. Is she straight? Uh, is it because she's straight in the books? Is she? Wasn't she? Or did?" Uh, if she wasn't or you didn't know, would you still would people still be upset about it? I know people are saying it's because of a stereotype, but saying that alone means you attribute her badassness to because she is a guy. It's like you see Yara kiss a girl and first thought, oh, that's why she's a badass. Then it's oh my god, that made her they made her gay to be badass. Is that no. even is that just a stereotypical? Just by thinking no. your personality is even linked to her sexual orientation to begin with, uh, seems stereotypical to me. Anyways, hope you guys have a great show. Talk soon. Joe, what uh, I'm gonna go to Joe and then to Brian, Walking David. Brian's a badass. Liana Mormont's a badass. Danny's a badass. Um, uh, uh, come on, there's there's more female badasses. I know there's an, at least one more. So, Cersei's a badass. None wait, of them. Uh, Oberyn's Oberyn's wife. Oberyn's Oberyn's wifey chick there, badass. The three the the three oh the three sand. I think are, stupid. to it's... answer.
Well, I, I hear you. The question. I just want to get part. to the question, though. The question is: there are some people that are upset about that scene for whatever reason. The question is: uh, people are just. Some people think it was unnecessary that they did it just for. And I. But to answer your question, Timo, the people that are upset about it, I think they're upset mainly because not because of the reasons that you said, more because of the reasons why they think it was. Walking David just kind of hinted at it a second ago that it was. Uh, or someone in the chat did. I'm sorry. Uh, gr gratuitous nude. Like it was. Oh, we need to put boobs in. Let's get a scene with a bunch of boobs in it. And I. Well, I, I, I just want to make it clear. I don't have a problem with that. I well look, people they say all this shit because it's easy to say and I guess it's fun to complain. But you know, the fact of the matter is is that she's a tough woman and she's a conqueror. Okay. They went to a brothel and the brothel doesn't have men. You notice how there weren't any men prostitutes making out with guys in the background or anything like that? There were no men, okay? Yeah. But as someone who conquers something who's trying to be dominant just yes. in general. It's like dogs at the dog park who hump the same sex no. dog. It's not Re a sexual thing, it's a dominance thing. Realistic. Like I came here, I took what I wanted. It's, it's also more than that. You have, you have uh, a fleet of sailors sailing the ocean and we were left with not knowing where they were going or what they were doing. So we check in with them. And if we're checking in with them, they're either gonna be on ships or, or on shore for a moment laying over getting supplies doing whatever and if that's the case look at any any naval city in in the fucking world there is a much higher institutes of brothels prostitution and and craigslistings than and, <laughs> don't forget don't forget else. tinder joe don't forget tinder and Tinder, right some, so some, so some like, craig scrolls right the all these people are going to go no, in they're i want to get drunk they're, they're going to be horny and it just it's it so it allows us as an audience to check in with them to see where they're going to get this scene to find out their plan and it's a logical spot for them to be i think you both of you guys uh combination of it are 100 percent right ultimately it was all that was available and it was just she was in the mood and celebrating the moment and enjoying the right. moment like because 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 we could all enjoy the moment in certain situations and you just get wrapped up in the situation i think i think i understand uh, just to answer Timo's question of why some people are upset, I don't think it has to do with her, the choice of all of that. I think it has to more to do with, oh, we need to put boobs in, which again, I don't, I have no mind, I have no problem with that. If it's Whoa. boobs for boobs' sake, I'm fine with that. Yeah. We need them. Also, you know what we don't have? I'm sorry, Dave. You're we good. don't have a scene in this entire series where we have two women making love or 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 doing something. I mean, I guess this is still a prostitute, so it, it still doesn't count. I was going to say the only other like female to female scene I think we actually have is two prostitutes at Baelish's place. So, and when, uh, and when David, people, when people are following somebody, though, you've you've got to be a leader in, in every sense of the word. If people are following you, go, oh, what do you do? Oh, sorry, sorry, I was doing a request. Are you go implying uh, something sexy? No, no, um, no, no, not yet. But oh, okay, but. Uh, <laughs> It's like, but when you're a leader, people want to look up to somebody. They want to see their leader having sex and taking what they want because they're the ironborn. They're grown up to take what they want when they want it. And it doesn't matter. They'll take whatever's there. They'll take whatever's available. But also, um, it's like, they. I don't know if HBO in any show that they've ever done has shown a woman just going down hard on a cock. You know what I mean? Like, so you got to turn into a male prostitute. You know, would they have even bothered showing it or would have been like, I got to walk on my cock like the last guy? 
Yeah, the, yeah, exactly. It's not like they're going to show uh, some some close ups on Jon Snow glistening in the wind for the people. So, so ultimately, in the wind glistening. And, and actually, it wouldn't be unheard of for there to be probably men in in a lot of these brothels, even at any point in time. At least some men, Joe, or men available for Joe. Other men, I think we need, especially where sailors are concerned. Joe, I think we need your famous quote. Uh, someone in the <laughs> gimme cock, Joe, Joe, two thousand sixteen. <laughs> so, uh, so as we <laughs> let's move on to our next question. This is from Panther. Phil, I have a question for you to answer on the feedback show. And as people in the chat are saying, boobs are the boobs are no no bad. There's nothing wrong with boobs. Yes, I watch Oz. There you have you some cock sucking out. Yeah, if you want if you want yep. that stuff, watch Oz. Uh, Phil, oh, I have okay. a question for you to answer on your feedback show. I have rewatched the last episode, and nothing about the Arya scene makes sense. I have serious doubts that that was really Arya. Here are my points. Whenever Arya went to Bravo, she was wearing uh, Bravosian clothing, and her hair was done with both twists on each side, like all the other Bravosian girls. In the last scene, she was in Westeros clothes. Uh, that could that could be because she was getting ready to go home. But uh, if she was trying to get away from the faceless men, would she not try to blend in with everyone else? I think that the waif could have caught her but it would have been so easy to give Joe some love. The last she had her hair like Miss Styles when she was being trained by her water dancing master, also from Bravos. If she was leaving in the morning, why was she not carrying needle? Amy K point, uh, Amy K pointed out in the discord group that we had saw the old lady of the face in the house of black and white. We showed that earlier. So she could have uh, known that was the waif. Jaquin also had a specific instructions not to make Arya suffer, and the waif disobeyed that. And that's why I think Jaquin was playing uh, was playing Arya to see what the waif would do. And uh, Arya's time in the heist in black and white. Okay, it goes blah blah uh, because being in style and Westeros and clothing and hair. So I may be full of shit, but I take take this past episode as face value. Arya's time in the house of black and white was wasted. Love the show. Thank you, Panther. Joe, you were an Arya fan. Arya is your favorite character. What do you think of the points that Panther made? Um, I guess they're valid. I, I, I kind of. Oh, one more. Joe? Maisie Williams is uh, the character of Arya. Usually uses the different different hand. She was using the wrong hand. Arya's left handed. This character was using their right hand more often. Yeah, she was kind of walking like serial walks. Um, oh. but I, I, I just. Yeah, no, I don't think her time was wasted. She learned a lot. I think she, again, I'm saying she was out there. She was putting herself out there on purpose to try to become, uh, to 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 try to. She knows that they're gonna make a hit, put a hit out on her. Jacken told her, if you fuck this up, you're dead. Yep. So they'll never stop coming after her unless she is dead. So I think she was putting herself out there on purpose, making a flashy scene. I don't know. It, it, for, for all uh, we know, I know this might sound stupid or we might have touched on it earlier, but I mean, I think it is possible also that the waif was Arya in that scene. Like, so when you see Arya walking around with her hair down, that's how the waif wore her, wears her hair. Uh, when she walked with her hands behind her back, that's how the waif always seems to enter every room that she comes into, very diplomatically like a soldier. And you know, somebody, another faceless man, maybe Sirio Pharrell, or maybe Arya was the old woman. Like, the waif might not have been the old woman. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. it could have been, 
now we're into like triple fight club. So, <laughs> so well, it's going to be, inter- it's gonna be interesting. Marla's one of them also. It's going to be interesting. <laughs> it, would be, it would be interesting if she tried to disguise, the wave tried to disguise herself as Arya to set up all these different scenarios where people yeah. knew who Arya was. I think, I, I don't know. I, I, li- I like all these theories. I do think, but I think it's going to end up being, I definitely think it's not as simple as it was presented to us in the show, but I also don't think it's as no. complex as some, as, as we tend to do this. And Want it's not it just... Be. <laughs> as we want it to be, and as as our our fan fiction starts going, it's it's all right though. I I mean I dig all of this, but I think with this scene is all it's it's everyone is fansplaining this a lot and coming up with this and that and another thing, and I dig it. It's fucking great, but I think it's gonna be. I think it's my thought is it's a little bit more towards what Joe was hinting at. Oh, we got Ladonna in the chat. I didn't see Ladonna. Great to see. We got Lola in the chat. I'm gonna. I think Ari's gonna wake up. Uh, the side of the dancing master sort of bravos i'm sure this is a big distraction from the whole hodor thing can we crack the code yeah can we crack the code maybe it was just a dream uh yeah it's it's very fun stuff to to analyze and get into but i do think maybe it's pro i think it's going to probably end up being a lot more simple than all than the fight club stuff and all of that i don't know if they're going to go there that being said, if you asked me at the beginning of the season if they were going to go time travel with bran to hold the door and all that stuff i would have said you're fucking crazy so Whatever. I, I what the fuck do just, I? What do I know? I'm still not sure any of that was. T- I'm still on the on point where that was like he just it it was a note like that mixed ward while he was uh seeing keep the telling past, yourself keep telling yourself the present Jojo. and it fucked with everything like glitched the matrix essentially yeah, yeah. accidentally. Okay, let's go to our next question here. This is from Taylor. Thank you so much, Taylor. I've always loved reading your comments. Phil and Joe and Katie, great job as as always. Was curious on each of your thoughts of on if Arya was really her in this episode. I think we've kind of already talked about this, but so I'm just going to kind of read your question to make sure I read it. But we pretty much touched upon all these points. I have a feeling it was Jaquin. Arya did not feel the same at any point during that scene. Different hair, clothes, a shit ton of... So this is why I think we're overthinking it, but I think everyone's right on point in knowing that there was something off about that scene. There was definitely yep. something off that it did not seem to Everybody me. Everybody was saying, "What are you doing, Arya?" It, because she did. Because we we would like to think that Arya is not that stupid, and she made a lot of non-characteristic Arya things. Not to mention the right hand, left thing, not having needle, just everything, the way she was walking, the thing for the me. And I talked a lot about this a lot in the cast that I did with Bar and Tony. I the the way that they're walking the way she's walking is the biggest giveaway to me she never walks like this with her arms behind her back like that that was just seemed a little weird to me but whatever we'll see in the next episode we don't have a long to wait for this theory that we're literally going to get the answer in the next episode because the next episode is called no one we see it has a focus on aria and the waif again so uh so we don't have a long time to wait to find out this information she was walking like a rich person. Exactly. She was walking like Varys, like a rich, rich person earlier in the thing. When an old woman like says... Varys. Who said like Varys? No, because earlier in the season when they were in Marine and uh, he starts... Varys always walks like that. Or he yeah. walks with his arms behind his back and uh, and he says to Tyrion, or Tyrion's doing it too. He goes, you're walking like a rich person or something to that effect. Okay. This is from Hayes. Phil, question for the after show. Now that Arya Stark is fleeing the faceless man, probably going to go back. Do you think that will change her? Uh, do you think that will change to see her reunited with the Hound? Uh, this was a question from last week. We never saw him die. Do we think that Arya will uh, will get back in, t- in touch with the Hound? Will they connect again? Uh, David, do you think the Hound and and Arya will meet again? Uh, I I think definitely. Um, 
I feel like that scene that we see in that clip where the hound is swinging an axe is in the same is in Bravo somehow. I don't know why I think that, but it just the surroundings kind of looked similar. It looked like he was in like an alleyway in Bravo's, um, swinging an axe. But uh, I mean, come on. E even if it's not to do with the books or anything like that, just for the show's sake, to pander to the audience a bit, they're gonna have them run into each other. Yeah. That's an app absolute guarantee a couple of people just said in the chat acting like other people is aria's trait so it definitely could be aria uh abs absolutely and a couple more questions from last week i want to help you guys out with the line of succession since there's no clear heir to the iron throne and marjorie tyrell is not a baratheon or a targaryen a great council would have to be called like 101 a ac at harrenhal at the council all the great lords of the kingdom would have to choose a new king either a Baratheon or Targaryen blood. So you know what that means, everyone? Gendry's the next king! Okay, so... Why would it have to be one of those? Uh, because they're going to council and choose a new. King's mm -hmm. mood of fucking you Ironborn. Ne you never can tell. What we happened to Gendry, by the way? Uh, like, he's still rowing. He's still rowing. He's still rowing somewhere. Next question... Oh, that's right. Davos let him in the boat. Yeah, Davos let him in the boat. Uh, and uh, David, I don't think he's in Bravos just because I don't think he would have uh, traveled that far that quickly, but I definitely... I see, I see what you're saying. He's definitely in some sort of a marketplace of some sort. I love your yeah. channel, and I love catching up with you, Joe, Katie, and Crow on Sunday nights. I've been watching you for a long time, but I'm too shy, so I don't always comment, but I wanted to post this thought this week. Not sure if someone has mentioned this yet, but Sam stealing Heartsbane made me think of the Stark Sword Ice. I remember Tyrion... Mel or Tywin melting ice into two swords and giving one to Joffrey and other to Jamie. Oh, I think I might have asked this question on one of the shows. Jamie gave his to Brienne. Does Brienne know this? Does she know that Oathkeeper is Valerian sword, one half of ice? Is it possible for part of ice to be returned to Stark now that Brienne is connected with Sansa and John? Will she reveal to Sansa or John that it's part of ice? I don't think she she knows. I just think she, she knows. I just think she knows she knows she got a sword from Jamie. Hey, Phil, wasn't able to participate in the live chat, but I'm watching the upload, blah, blah, blah. Littlefinger, this is from Just Being Nosy, one of our Patreons. Thank you so much for your help every month. Uh, just Being Nosy, it means so fucking much. Littlefinger, being the one who wrote the pink letter, would be a stroke of genius on his part. He sent Sansa to Ramsay to get Cersei on his side with the promise of making Warden of the North, also hoping it would cause a war between Stannis, the Boltons, and Jon at the wall then he would stroll in with a fresh veil army to defeat whoever or whatever was left uh as the excuse of being the lord of the veil's cousin but stannis didn't put much up of fight and the bolton's forces are intact so now he needs the night's watch wildlings northern's army to the fight the bolton forces to ultimately end up his cause this reminded me about how he started a complete clusterfuck by killing john aaron and having liza kill the stark so uh, David, <laughs> I think it's David over there. No, David, uh, what do you think? Do you think Littlefinger wrote that letter? And do you think, would that uh, be beneficial to him? What's your thoughts on that? Well, I definitely think, uh, he played a part in it. I think he had somebody else send it. I don't think it would be very Littlefinger-esque to, um, send it himself, but I think he might've sent it to, you know, Ramsey and then he sent it to somebody you know uh just I don't know because like did what did the stamp have did it have his mocking bird or did it have uh the Bolton flayed man it had the Bolton flayed man, man but a lot of people claim that it was in I agree it didn't look like the same Bolton flayed man that we had seen in the past some could say that Ramsey's changing it because he's taken over so he wants he to make it seem that he's 
to differentiate himself from Roos. But uh, but but I don't know. I just want to jump in the live chat for a second. Never uh, little finger screwing over John. Uh, do you think Cersei has Whittle's whale? I know in the books it's with Tommen, I believe. I think in the shows, don't quote me on this, it was buried with Joffrey. I could be making that up, but it, I I want to say it's buried with Joffrey. Someone might have told me that. Uh, yeah, and it was buried with, oh, buried, someone in the chat just said that actually. Uh, so nobody knows John was resurrected except for Davos Mel and the Wildlings. Thank you for that information where did melisandre go she's either at the wall or she's just off camera she's they're not showing her with the rest of the group but she's with the party at that camp i'm thinking she's with the party at that camp because that's why they're there so davos can find the little figure that he made for uh made for shireen on the ground somewhere and somehow put together with his big city lawyering that what happened oh shireen was burned right here and it's melisandre's fault and it's all gonna go well, down you, you know how old people like to nap so uh that's She's just busy doing that. That's all it is. <laughs> they love their napping. Okay. They so, love their napping. So this is from Max Robinson. <laughs> a few questions. How did Benjamin know Bran uh, saw how the White Walkers were made? Or how did Benjamin know that Bran saw? I think because he's in connection and he's a work. He's a servant of the Three-Eyed Raven. So he was downloaded the info because the Three-Eyed Raven can see ahead, back, whatever. He knew what was going to happen. So he filled in Benjamin ahead of time. Who would fight the mountain in the trial by combat happens? I think this is a big question a lot of people are having. I think the biggest speculation, I don't think we know yet. I think it's going to either be seven people. I think Joe thinks it's going to be the set seven on one. Uh, Lancel's probably going to be up there. Some people have speculated that the high sparrow himself is going to put himself up and sacrifice himself in front to make all the people riot against Cersei and the mouth. A lot of things have been said. Uh, why would Jacken send the waif if he knows she will lose to Arya? Uh, that that's kind of a moot point at this at this point right now. This is from our buddy Kit from the chat. Was Blood Raven and Bran the only ones who were able to see into the future in the past? We talked a little bit about this in the early future. in earlier. Um, ultimately, I think some other there are some other ways in Westeros looking through the fires, uh, Last Candle. If you want to get into all that, but that hasn't been explored yet. So we, we will have we will see about that. Has anyone found a screenshot analysis of Bran's shirt? Yes, we have. Uh, that's been a well, That's been. Do you think Tyrion will be conflicted about helping helping Danny storm Westeros? No, I think Tyrion's going to be very, very happy about destroying all of Westeros. Or do you think he's bitter enough? I think he's bitter enough. Shagger likes axes. Shagger does like the axes. <laughs> uh, Mountain versus John Cena. Oh gosh, fucking yes, we need that. Are you kidding. Uh, so, uh, so let's go over to a voicemail that we have here. This is from, uh, our good buddy, a, a good buddy of ours. Let's listen to this. Hey, Phil, this is on C again from last week. Uh, just a few questions that you can feel free Let's to see. take point by point again. Um, first off, honestly, aren't the, uh, the Sparrows and the Faith Militant actually doing good by trying to take the Lannisters and the crazy egotistical high houses of, uh, King's Landing down a notch? And who do you think the Sparrows are going to put forward as their champion for Cersei's... We talked about the who you're going to put first. Do I, I think we kind of touched upon this, too. Do you think the, the Lannisters are the true... Do you think the High Sparrow is doing the the Stark's work here, essentially, and, and, and everything he's done to the Lannisters is deserved? What, what do you guys think about that? Uh, well, it, it's well, probably deserved, but we've all grown to love incest over the course of the show. 
And, uh, <laughs> you know, I used to be against it, but now it's the only porn I watch. Um, anyways. Uh, it's funny you mentioned that, David. I was in a, some group chat with some, some, like, random movie group on Facebook. And someone was saying, I refuse to watch Game of Thrones. It's the most horrible show in the world because it glorifies incest. And people were like, did you ever watch the show? No, but I've heard that there's incest on it and it glorifies it. So, so they were talking about you. Oh yeah. Well, uh, <laughs> no, I'm sorry. it's okay. Everybody. I hate my sister. Um, <laughs> but, uh, to rape her at her son's grave. <laughs> oh, that's so sad. He wouldn't like this. Fuck him. Uh, <laughs> oh, I, but, I just uh, want to throw one thing. And LaDonna says before it scrolls by high is putting Tom in as the champion that puts Cersei in a headlock. Ooh, very interesting. Oh man, that would be hilarious to see him get like chest kicked across the fucking ground. Go da, 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 like, I think, like a Captain America but kick. But ju just to get to my, just to answer the question to a certain extent, I think, I think, yeah, it's Basil Lannister. This is a fucking more creepy, fucking weird dude. It's like when Professor X and Magneto get together to fuck up Apocalypse. I know that's, I mean, in the comics or something, not necessarily in that fucking movie. But I just mean, ultimately, ultimately, sometimes. Two people, some people that don't get along. I ultimately agree with Cersei's principle that I might be the worst person you've ever seen, but that guy's a fucking problem. I might have caused this. I might have let the fucking vampire in the house, but we all need to get the lost boys. We all need to fucking get Kiefer Sutherland in on this motherfucker. Not, I mean, the Corey's in on this fucking shit and kill this motherfucker. Yeah, well, she's she's sort of trying to right her mistake and she's sort of telling her, look, you know, your own hubris is going to kind of bite you in the ass if you don't listen to me like i get that you don't like me but this is a mutual enemy of ours you know uh and it is a problem that high sparrow dude drives me fucking nuts me i mean he, he he's got access to this entire castle and refuses to take a bath I'm just um but uh smelly fucking <laughs> bastard dude smelly bastard it, it, no shoes that's just disgusting okay let's listen to the rest of this oh, wow wait 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 in the chat i just saw something i really i really like that i want to um hold on one second I can't uh, read it. What if, what if, um, so when Cersei picks her champion, right? When she has to have a champion, what if, oh, I wish I could find it. Uh, I don't know who said it. What if, uh, Toman volunteers to be Cersei's no, champion? No, I, I actually, Cersei chooses Toman. I, I actually just said that, Joe. Uh, it's LaDonna's. La yeah, yeah. Was I spaced out? Was yeah, I really spaced out? Yeah, Joe wasn't listening. Yeah. I, I actually did say that. But, uh, oh, but wow, I'm sorry, man. I, I was thinking about something else. And, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, see you guys. That's what that Joe, Joe's always uh, listening. Joe's always listening. Uh, Joe just woke up. We'll give Joe a break today. Uh, Oh, sorry. Oh, that's okay. Uh, also, also, oh, we got a live caller. Yeah, we got a live caller over in Dave over at David's <laughs> house right now. Let's uh, let's let's mute David for a second here. So, okay, so uh, let's listen to the rest of this comment. But yeah, that was Ladonna that said that, Joe, and I, I agree. Okay, I, I think oh, my bad. That would be that would be really awesome. That would really. Put, I would. I think so too. That'd be that'd be really awesome stuff. Can he? Thinking, and that the mountain would be disqualified because he is Kingsguard yeah, too. Like yeah. people. See, some people are singing a Bob Dylan song at you, Joe. Everybody must get <laughs> Lancel or the high to try to make some kind of is. emotional. Joe's the real high sparrow. Is what a couple people say. Uh, I don't know <laughs> issue out of the uh, the combat if the mountain does kill them. And then, uh, what did you think of of Mace Tyrell's quote unquote inspiring speech to his soldiers before marching up to the sparrows? Magnus um, has but, taken uh, the city. I and I, I, I thought it was funny that none of his soldiers reacted whatsoever. Uh, and then <laughs> Jamie thing, who rolls his eyes. Yeah, rolls his eyes. And the last point here for this call. We did see Arya use a face when she went to kill the guy who ran the orphanage, right? 
but do you think that she has it in her to kill someone else to take their face since she we uh, that that's kind of moot because it's from uh from last week but uh do I I don't think she and I, to answer your question from last week I no she doesn't she ultimately will only kill somebody when when it's absolutely necessary to kill them and uh and that's a good good trait that she has when she when they've crossed her she's not just going to kill someone an innocent person she the honor that her father gave upon her and her brothers and everything like that that she grew up with could not be is her bloodthirstiness does not overcome that she's not she's not Thea from fucking Arrow where she's like, I'm bloodthirsty yeah, give me blood she she excuse me she ultimately kills because people piss her off and if we want to go into the books a little bit she kills when people piss her it's like you stole my drink i'm gonna kill you and add you to the list like there's whole chapters where she's adding people to the list just because she doesn't like them and shit but ultimately she's not actually going to kill people unless they really wrong her i think especially show aria that so, made her that made aria sound like the neighbor that everybody hates you know what you're going on the list you jerry Mow that fucking lawn. <laughs> you dog shit on my lawn. You're going on the fucking list, motherfucker. You're on the list. 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 Uh, when I saw Mace's speech, my thought was the soldier said, you had me at, here's your paycheck. <laughs> so <laughs> so let's listen to uh, a couple more ca uh, calls from uh, from Auntie. Hey, Phil. It's Auntie again. Uh, all right. I think I formulated my last few questions. So, um. Uh, do you think that the public opinion of Tyrion, as it was kind of demonstrated in the play that Arya saw, is going to affect his standing as one of the temporary rulers of Marine? Um, no, because – and uh, Joe and David can jump in if they disagree, but no, because he's – trashed all over Westeros anyway since he was born and Tywin has made sure of that he sent out Raven saying my son's a disappointment the day he was born to every house in all of the seven kingdoms and all of Essos Tywin made sure that he stretched I'm mean, exaggerating to a certain extent but he, bit, yeah. but he stretched everybody knows what 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 public opinion of what Tyrion is he's a schemer well, I did not do it <laughs> and aside from that it's uh it's what the official story is in Westeros as to how uh, Joffrey died, as to how, you know, all of it went down. Tyrion's the evil villain. He's the ugly little, you know, dwarf and all this shit. And that those cities that they're watching in Braavos is right on the shore of Essos. It's right across the narrow sea next to Westeros. So that's, you know, uh, a common, you know, the themes and stories and trade and travel and all this shit between mm -hmm. the the shores but right now Tyrion's way the fuck down in marine then you know not too much probably has gotten there they don't really give two shits about what's going no, on not not really it's a it's it's a different world uh kit says quick question uh, why do you think the high sparrow right. wants marjorie to have babies with tom and is it just because that's what a queen is supposed to do or do you think it's because the high sparrow has some sort of plan i said this last week i think uh, and I've said it a few times. A couple people agree with me. A couple people think I'm fucking crazy. I think he was implying that I'm going to impregnate you and get, put my seed in your belly and make that the king. But but that's just my thought And I'm because I'm sick. Okay, let's listen to the rest of Auntie's call. Do you think that that tale exists out, all over Essos or only in Bravos from this one troop? And do you think that someone from King's Landing might have influenced the writing of it? 
Uh, and then I think only in the sense that history is written by the winners, and because the Lannisters are the winners, you see that spun to the fact of where Cersei's the hero, Joffrey's the hero that gets killed, and all everyone that's a Lannister enemy. It's showing who's the crown. The crown's probably approved that group in Westeros through Tommen or through the through whatever. Maybe it's part of uh, Kyburn. Well, maybe it's part of Kyburn's. Uh, remember, Cersei was trying to get Kyburn to do some sort of. Uh, propaganda it could be part of just lannister propaganda so that that's what so who knows but i, I definitely think maybe it's the, the official storyline Tyrion's the bad guy in, in all of it Tyrion Tyrion killed joffrey Tyrion killed tywin Tyrion plotted it all uh Tyrion's a kinslayer a kingslayer and an he evil dwarf kinds of evil and um and that's the that is the official story cersei has a price on his head in the books at this point dwarf heads are being brought to cersei's feet where do whores go joe where the fuck do whores go in terms of marjorie can the queen even take over in the event of an airless king's death uh haven't we heard before that the only place in the seven kingdoms where a woman can hold the throne is dorn and do you think that Tommen willed his lands to Sir Pounce in the event of his untimely death? <laughs> I think that would be an interesting twist. <laughs> I think you're. I think you're. All, I think you're uh, onto something. Speaking there. of what role do you think Dorne could even play in the greater story at this point? And that's a question a lot of people are having. Do do we think that Dorne will come back before the end of the season? I think it almost has to. You almost have to bookend it to David's shaking his head. No, David, I I don't want it to come back. But uh, but but what do you? What's your thought, David? What what would over what would over and think about all this this fucking Doran uh, crap? Do you really have a problem with me, Lord Tywin? <laughs> um, he I don't know. Like Oberyn was by far the most interesting part about Dorn. Um, I seriously think the only reason that the Dornish people will be brought up again is because, um, like those sand snakes, the people that everybody hates, um. Like the three worst extras not, on the show. You're not allowed to say um, those names here, David. Come on. Uh, I mean, I get, well, <laughs> I'm saying that they're going to like show up and all they're going to do is go like in the name of Oberyn and like stab Tom and in the back or something and go, all right, goodbye. And then just like run off. Like, I hope, I hope Danny shows up and kills them all for killing their uncle. <laughs> and then I, I for killing her uncle. And then I'd be like, listen, you fucking uh, sand snakes, do this for me. You're a talker. Listening to talkers makes me thirsty. Just die. If any more words come I mean, they are Danny's first mouth. I'll eat every chicken in this room. every fucking chicken in this room. Are the sand snakes of Danny's first cousins, aren't they? I don't know. I don't think so. Oh, wait. Well, they're, 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 Oberyn's... his, Oberyn's oh, let's not get into brother. a whole, let's not go into a whole family thing. We wasted like 20 minutes on uh, Friday trying to figure out what the relation of the Mormons are, but, but I think there is some relation. We'll see someone in the, someone in the live chat will tell, will tell us the relation between Danny. I think they are, they are somewhat, at least not, at least passively. I think when Danny comes over to Westeros, when we'll see Dorne again, if we actually really need to talk about this, when Danny comes over to Westeros, Dorne will join her side, whether they're, well, but his sister was, was the uh, queen, was uh, Rhaegar's. Uh, well, okay. Here, here's the reason why I think Dorn might actually make make a legit. It's not coming appearance. back. Well, if if it did, the only reason it's not going to be Dorn or even the Sand Snakes or even that uh, Oberyn's wife or Beramor, but uh, they're not related. They're not related. Oberyn is Danny's brother-in-law through Illyria. Well, but rather, it's going to be like. What do we always hear about people who are kind of these side characters from the show? They always go, "We're going south as far as south goes." And isn't Dorne as far as south goes? 
Isn't that the Essentially, essentially. I mean, there is more lands to the world than what we know of, of Essos and Westeros. Uh, George R. R. Martin has said that there are more lands on this planet. So it maybe there is a south pole of some sort on there. But ultimately, when people are saying going south is south, they're going to Dorne because Dorne, I believe even when winter comes, that it will snow it's in Dorne. It's still the warmest place. It's the last basket. It's also the place that was able to withstand dragons and all of that. Um, so, but, I, but just to go to your point before, Joe, I think related, whatever, I, having some sort of familiar connection, but I do think... Dorne's gonna be one of the first places to run to Danny's side when she shows when she shows her her feet on Westeros. That's I think when we're coming back to it. It doesn't make too much sense to go back there until then, really. Um, and for the most part, hey, they tried to write the Iron Islands out, and everybody was like, "What the fuck?" So maybe they're just gonna write write Dorne out, just leave it. It's done, and then come back to uh, maybe because that's wrapping up the whole Oberyn storyline. Yeah, basically. Brad says instead of carrying it out further brad in the chat further down that brad in the chat says dorn is the ideal spot for dana land and westeros and take over remember how dario said she was a conqueror she's going to try to take uh try and take everything over fuck uh, fuck uh Sirius the best uh, but what happened to quaith uh whatever's prophecy to danny uh we might see quaith again this season who knows uh winds of winter will drop before christmas next year the last episode of the season is also called winds of winter so uh let's listen to another voicemail Yo, 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 what's going on, Phil, Katie, Joe? It's your local 420 Connect from High Garden. I just got back from the Vale smoking on some good stuff called Boom Door. We were just conversating, and we were wondering, what do you guys think Littlefinger's endgame is this season? Will he attack? Will he come back to the Vale? What will be his uh, objectives for the season? Uh, I'll, Joe, what, what do you think Littlefinger's endgame objectives of this season are going to be? Watch what you say, Joe. Either to rule it all or to rule over the ashes of it all. I think that's still the 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 Baelish objective. Um, I, it's hard to tell. He's acquired so much um, through his moves that what kind of power is he looking for next? What is he looking to acquire? Is he still looking to sweet talk and get on to Sansa and basically grab up the north he'll have the north he'll have like semi control of the vale he'll have harren hall which gives him kind of the river like most of the riverlands if not for river run um just this he's really pulling in a whole lot um joe what joe uh, what am i asking you for master of coin we have little finger here little finger what the fuck are you up to dude why are you asking me ask him yeah little finger what are you up to this year I don't like to reveal my plans to people I can't trust. Fair enough. Fair enough. So uh, are you going to assist the Starks here? I'm going to try to assist the Starks if they'll allow me to do such a thing. Are you you at all scared that after this is all said and done, after helping Sansa out, she might try to kill you? Are are you worried that she might have that giant try to try to knock you? I think his name is one one. I've only loved one woman. Your mother. Oh, little. Stab in the neck right after I say that. Oh, my goodness. Uh, it's hard for me to be a little. Oh, no, no. You don't, you, don't, you, don't have to, you don't have to do it the whole time. Uh, I, the bit, the yeah, bit. I uh, but <laughs> but uh, I, I don't know. I think, I think Littlefinger's going to help, but it's going to still be too little too late. I mean, he might end up kind of like helping on his deathbed, you know, flipping at the last second to where we'll go, oh, well, you know, he uh, 
you know, born again on his deathbed. You know what I mean? Like <laughs> little finger, little fingers, whole goal in life at this point is going to be uh, to see Sansa's side butthole. I think that's really what it's, what it's all about. I'm not going to fight them. I'm going to fuck them. That's what I am. I want to see their side butthole. What's going going on, Devin? Great to see you, buddy. Let's listen to the rest of this uh, voicemail here. Also, I was in Flea Bottoms. They really got some trash green. But it's all good, though. Whatever gets you there. And I was telling them I'm glad Jamie didn't attack the Sparrow because it seems like the people were behind the religion. Religion is more powerful than money. It's more powerful than prestige or family name. So I'm glad Jamie didn't do it because I think it would have been a bad outcome. You don't want a whole city rioting over religion. And also, last but not least, I was back in High Garden, you know, just having peace with myself, smoking, looking at the stars. And I was wondering, in this story, who is going to turn rogue or turn bad? Will it be Daenerys or will it be Jon? Let me know, man. I appreciate it. Good job, guys. Okay, my my answer in this is very high. I don't trust Daenerys. I don't trust uh, the fire ass. I don't trust someone I can lay a cigarette off of her fucking burning ass. I think she has problems. I'm so, I I don't trust that girl. She's cuckoo canuckoo. She's wacky in her cabeza. She's a fucking freak stick. I don't trust the fucking Daenerys. I don't know about that. Any of all that. Fuck Daenerys. Uh, D- David, do you have any uh, comments from uh, from our friend from High Garden? Oh. uh... I'm not going to lie. I spaced out a little bit in the middle of what he said. Um, <laughs> but uh, in regards to what you said about Daenerys, I actually did have an interesting thing that I wanted to bring up at some point. It's as good in time as any. Do it. That since I, I don't like Daenerys, uh, my buddy uh, Alec doesn't like Daenerys either. He's one of my best friends. And uh, but just because it kind of seems like she just kind of wanders in and doesn't really know a lot about what she's doing. Like she is a conqueror, but she's not a politician, just like Dario Naharis said. Um, it's the only intelligible thing he said so far. Um, but I would love to see her get captured and her dragon get captured. And then after being put in the black cells in King's Landing, she's brought into whoever is sitting on the throne, doesn't matter who, but I want that fucking dragon's head right next to it. So you want a de- you want a dead dragon's head right there. You- I I want her to see at least one maybe not Drogon but one of her dragons and just going. You evil dragon killing. Fu- You're lucky Katie isn't here. She'd fly over there and peck you in the eyeballs right now. She's- no, she's she's busy being a crow or a wolf right now. All right. Yeah, she'd peck you Take in your star. fucking. She'd peck you in your whore eyeballs over there. You want to kill dragons? No, I'm kidding. I, but well, it's like but that's what I think would be cool because it would be interesting to see how she reacts because she's the mother of dragons and then one of her babies dies and look at what happened the last time her kid died she went fucking ape shit she's just like I, say, I i would kind of be down with that david if they had incorporated the dragon into her getting taken by the dothraki this time because i don't want to see her get taken again like let's repeat another danny storyline let's keep her in the desert for another 40 years no 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 no. not not taken like like they, to the desert. they I mean, only like, know how to rinse repeaters of, oh, of, the black cells. Okay, yeah. Yeah, the but... black cells. And she goes, you know, she's but she's sitting there very kind of zen-like, like, I ain't no Marjorie or Cersei. I'm just like, yeah, I could deal with this shit and just kind of sits there. And then when they let her out, though, they go, oh, you thought you were really tough? Look at that fucking dead dragon right there. Okay. 
Can, Someone, can I just say, I don't think she would really give two shits. She's a horrible dragon mama. She chained two of her fucking babies up in the dark. Joe, you can remove the word like, dragon. She's a horrible mama. She's just horrible. She's horrible we mama, can actually, like, we can just remove the word mama a, from that's that. That's a shirt. She's, she's just a horrible she, mama. She's just horrible. She, she, she has she has a bunch of babies in Yunkai and then abandons them back to the slave owners that she fucking left them with. Uh, yeah, I got a problem. bunch of babies in Yunkai. We all uh, we all have babies. Yunkai. I don't want to tell you guys about what I did this summer. We all have some babies in Yunkai. Okay, so let's listen to it. <laughs> let's listen to another call here. Let's let's keep going. Oh, there's there's David's babies in Yunkai. He fucked the duck. David got a little duck side butthole while he was over there. So uh, here's our next. Uh, one of his babies died. So, <laughs> so uh, here's our next call. Hey, Phil. Uh, I got a quick question for you and Joe. Um, so considering that with the next coming book, Winds of Winter, uh, you guys can correct me if I'm wrong, but I believe I've read that George R. R. Martin uh, has said that this book is going to be almost like a double book, meaning yeah. that it's going to be like well over a thousand pages. Yep. And it's it's because he does it's it's because he doesn't believe in an editor anymore, and he and he's like, no one can edit my work, so I'm just I'm what I'm putting out, you're all gonna read it. I uh, like to make my books as long as possible because I believe a story should end when it's supposed to end, but uh, I don't know why I don't I just don't. I think I've read that (laughs) a dream of spring, the final book, whatever that one's titled. So given that. Um, do you guys think that the show is going to just kind of cut off and go in their own separate ending to the show for the show can compared to the books, considering that they're only going to go with, you know, like 13, 15 more episodes. I th- or okay. Like I, that. I, to answer your question, so oh, do you guys think that they're going to go in separate routes as an, for an ending? And would you want to see that? Um, I think it would be cool to kind of have two different opinions on, how the show would end, but I'm curious what you guys think about that. I think what's going to happen is it's theoretically, at least from what George R. R. Martin and they have said and Dan and David said, it's going to be the same conclusion. It's just going to get there in a very different way, so almost completely different way. That being said, I would not put it past George R. R. Martin to see how this all ends and maybe change a few things depending on... Uh, on or maybe he lied to them the whole time. I don't necessarily believe he's always on. Couldn't have been somewhat deceptive to them. I do think ultimately, like if you're putting my hand to the fire, it's probably going to be the same exact conclusion. It's just going to come there in very different ways. Yeah, I mean, he's, here's a, here's a thing too. You got George R. 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 Martin, who's who's had this idea of this whole story and everything, and he lets D and D know. He says, you know, you can do the series. I'm going to sign on to this. I'll let you know how it all ends. This is my idea of how and and how we get there through the story. But ultimately, none of that had been written yet. None of the last two books, some of some of the next book had been written at the time. But for the most part, there's still a lot that he had to write. And as a writer writes, things fucking change in their head. You know, what, what may be how you got to point A, you know, you took Route 1 to get to Florida this time, but next time you're going to go through fucking Texas for some reason to get there. And that's how a writer works, too. And and it all changes over time while they write. But I ultimately think he did give him give them, like, this is the end to the story. This you is know, where the party is. This is the, this this is the, the direct blueprint. address to the party. Yeah. You're going to have to go through the desert, through the Mojave Desert to get there. You might take a different left, different right, but this is where the party is. 
Right. And there's some fundamental differences that we already know of characters that aren't in the in the show that are in the books, characters that have been combined to make one character. So there's a lot of things that are slightly different already that will ultimately change the the the, the route in which we get to the end, yeah. no matter what at this point. Anyhow. Mm. So, uh, I have some, <laughs> sorry, I'm reading the live chat. Fucking someone give, uh, someone give Theon a wooden cock. Give the guy a wooden cock so he can finally, so he can at least. Strap on, they gotta have him. We've seen him. Not at Theon, not Theon, Reek. Oh, I'm sorry, Reek. Reek. Someone give Reek a strap on. Tyrion designed a fucking, uh, saddle that, Br that Bran can ride horses. It's Fucking maybe when he gets to uh, Marine, Theon now will. Let me ask you a question. Tyrion will feel bad for a reek and design him a cock. But yes. If your cock's been chopped off. Yes. Are you really. How, how soon is it that you are going to want a wooden cock strapped where your old cock used to be, where you can fake play does, or try to play does, a woman? Like, are you going to feel good about yourself in that moment, like with a woman? Like, or are you going to just be like, this is the worst experience of my fucking life, no matter how much I want it to be good? What, what is this going to do for the Westeros bathroom situation? Okay. Uh, that's what we really got to focus on. <laughs> no, but the, the the question to that, Joe, it would <laughs> it would unisex there anyway. It's the tree out <laughs> back. Unix. Tar Tara kept it and bronzed it. Val yeah, I need a. But can I get a Valyrian steel cock? <laughs> Is that possible? Can I get one made of adamantium? That's that I go. Tchew! You know, some some shit like that. Is Kyburn gonna do some of his zombie mountain magic on me so it's numb down there and I don't really feel anything? Is there a? Is there? You don't a, want the Lannister gold. Is there lubricants in uh, in Westeros that are gonna make me not actually feel the wooden to get splinters in that area after the fact? I mean, there's a whole bunch of questions that need like me to Jamie's answer this question. A, a gold hand, Theon can't have a wooden cock. Nope. Yeah, no, 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 definitely not. But but ultimately, Joe, to answer your question, there's a lot of factors to it. There's a lot of things in the. I'm, I'm like, no, it'd be years before I'm like I'm ready to go pretend I have a penis again. Like I'd be more apt to like. Sure, be with a woman without my penis before I strapped a fake one on and tried to go at it like that. Yeah, I'm like, just, that I mean, that's, that's, that's hardly in the same vein. D Joe, I, oh, same vein. Like, hey, I, as Devin says, I choose cock violence. You know, I, I choose <laughs> cock violence. I mean, hey man, cock fighting is bad. Tyrion, the cocksmith. <laughs> you could just use Kyburn's penis pump. You know, you could absolutely do. Right? <laughs> Everybody search Valerian steel on Pornhub. See what happens. You mean corn hub? Fucking corn hub. Okay, hey Joe, hey Joe, Phil, and David. What do you think is Pizel's game? Has he been up? Oh, what's what's going on with fucking Pizel? Uh, I the Meister conspiracy. Could be the Meister conspiracy. I think his. I think he's a fucking cockroach that's trying to do whatever he can. Maybe overdo his feebleness overdo a lot of types of situations just so he can always maintain he's just he's like a wet noodle of douchebaggery but he loves court life he gets all the sweet little whores he wants from baelish's place if there's a battle in westeros how many people will die how many houses will burn Fuck it. Poor <laughs> bastard. Pizel better watch out, as someone says. As long as Danny is naked, she can be whoever she wants uh -huh. to be. Theon just needs to get drunk in a room by himself. A cockaloach, you cockaloaches. Uh, the dude asks, do you reckon Braun has some hidden motives behind following Jamie? Because it doesn't seem like it's all about the titties and the wives and titles and the 
titties and the wives anymore. I like how I read that first. And the the titles and the wives anymore is Jamie already owes him that with his presence. uh, His presence with Jamie seems fishy because he's going to Doran. Jamie promised him a wife in the castle. I think Jamie's just got him on the hook. And he is say, oh, I'll get it to you tomorrow. Tomorrow I'll get you those fucking uh, whores and titles. When when a guy owes you a castle and a wife, you don't turn him down for the next favor. You might not get your castle and wife. Yeah. You You add on to the tab until you have to kill him because he's not going to pay you. Yeah, you just stick around. You become annoying and you're that dude that's sitting next to you. Like, Joe, you said you were going to give me some food tonight. Are you going to give me food? I was going to. Yeah, it's horrible. Okay. Snannist always pays his debts. Yeah, you fucking. I don't want to hear it, dude. Don't say it. Don't. Oh, I let you. Up, I let you fucking say it, you motherfucker. Braun, uh, you got only. Only Tyrion's allowed to whisper that into my ear. Uh, Edward says Braun is the least layered character. He just follows the money, and that's it. He's simple. He yep. is what you get. Uh, v- Victoria will make it. Will make <laughs> Victorian making Westeros great again. Pizel is a creeper. He'll give Dorn to Braun when it's all said and done. Pizel needs a new diaper. <laughs> <laughs> so let's go back into our texts here. <laughs> I want to get shit faced with Yara. People who own boats or ships always know how to party. What happened Hell to the, yeah. what happened to all the sell swords that abandoned Stannis? Where'd they go? Uh they went to go cash their checks and go. They're in Volantis fucking whores right next to the Greyjoys. Uh more to Arya getting help from the actors. Varys walks like that in traveling actor, says Amy. We we talked about that earlier, but absolutely right. 420 from High Garden. What's your best name from uh Weed for the Show? Mine is Moondor. I like that. I think I think just High Garden is the best option. Uh, just the fact that it's the word High Garden's in there and uh is enough. Sucking on that giant's bane. Yeah, that's a good one. Sucking on the uh, that that sounds like an alternate title. If uh, half baked, <laughs> that's that's back Man, on Pornhub. I dude. got this. <laughs> I got this great kind of. It's called the Purple Wedding. <laughs> oh, Purple Wedding. That's not bad. What what is the age of consent in House Mormont? Just asking. Just what just want to know. I got that Bravosi Hydro, yo. It's Jorah's kid, everybody. I solved it. Bear Island, man. Bear Island. As long as you're... as long The, as nor- you're- the Northern Whites. <laughs> Ooh, no, I like that. Not bad, Joe. I like that one. Santovia Major says, Hey, Phil, something came to mind about, the ep- about last night's episode. Are the faceless men limited to using only the faces of the dead? Jakinagar must be aware of how much hatred the wave has towards Arya. So what if he's testing the wave, letting her kill Arya? What if that wasn't the wave, uh, wasn't Arya that the wave stabbed? So uh, we talked a lot about this. Any any thoughts that we haven't mentioned that either you guys want to bring up about that? Because I think we uh, we touched upon it. If it that. wasn't Arya that the wave stabbed, why is it Arya crawling out bleeding afterwards? You would imagine that whoever got stabbed would have a tough time keeping up their fucking whatever appearance is to make them be looking so exactly like Arya to be walking away. So. I'm sorry. I missed the, I missed the inflection on the right joke of, uh, I got to give Doug full credit on that. Someone asked, uh, what's the age of consent on bear Island? And someone says, barely legal. Ha ha ha. Oh, a good one. I'm sorry. Sorry. I, uh, I, 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 I said it in passing just bear Island, but I didn't give you the, cre- didn't give you the credit you deserved on the timing of that one. Uh, with leaf and the tree dude dead. Do you think that the oldest character in our narrative, Melisandre or Kenerva, a man, how old are they? Will any of these characters reveal major secrets from the past or will brand handle the history dumps? As a big fan, James from Arkansas. Uh, thank you so much, James from Arkansas. I think it. I think Melisandre said something or referred to something about being 200 years old, or, or I think that's been said somewhere. People can correct me. If Melisandre not being even the head of her order is 200, Kenerva has got to be older than that on some level, or at least 
maybe just higher up in the in the in the group. So I I, I think most of our history dumps will come from Bran, but I do think our oldest character left is one of the uh, the Red Priestesses, probably. So uh, oh, a, is a good point. I mean, what yeah. what what happens if they if they uh, take the glamour off or whatever? How long do they have to live before they just like what turn to fucking dust or something? I like? see. See, David, and this is uh, Ladonna can correct me. She's in the chat right now. She she's much more of a, a book expert than I. I w I want to say with glamour, it's not so much of an affecting the body. It's just how the other person sees you. You're basically using it to deceive the other person's eyes. So she, there's nothing to do with her health other than those boobs getting caught in the ceiling fan, because <laughs> those are those hanging boobs get caught in a ceiling fan or something, or a lawnmower when she's trying to mow mow lawn and river run. I think it's just a visual trick. It's so it is not. There's nothing that it's not like giving you like in Willy Wonka and the Grace Glass Elevator when the grandparents take the pills that make them young. It's not necessarily something like that. It's just a deception. Interesting. As far as yeah. far as I know, though, as far as I know, guys, it's unfortunate. Look what happened. Huge. What? what oh no! You killed more. Fucking killed we lost, more. We lost another. Oh, uh, huge! Congratulations to Carbine for getting his ver ver verification. It's right with Craft Mama. Got that little check mark next to their name. Oh, cool. Ladonna says I'm right. So cool. Okay. So yeah. So to my imagination, that's how that is how it works. Uh, I make some predictions. Some of them happen. Some of them are false. Super scary. Uh, super scary. Misty or Misty said, oh, uh, oh, I'm sorry. I'm scrolling up in the chat. Let's jump over in this live chat right now. And this question. Hey, Phil. Uh, oh, this, we have a voicemail. You believe that? Oh, no, I'm sorry. Are I have you, to rewind your question. Do it again. Hey, Phil. Uh, do you believe that? Arya will survive the stab wounds she got from the wave. Fuck yeah! Yeah, yeah. Fuck yeah! I think that I think that was a great call, and I love you, but but I'm sorry. Talker, yeah, listening to talkers yeah. makes me thirsty. If any more words come pouring out your cunt mouth, I'm gonna have to eat every fucking chicken in this room. Fuck yeah! Fuck yeah! No, no Arya, Arya makes it through this story. There's too much time spent on Arya to have this girl killed now. I'll be pissed. I will show up at George's house and tell him how disappointed I am. Yeah. There no, you go. I think, with all respect to, to call, okay, I Martin, think but. I think Arya's fine. I don't, I don't think anything happened. I, I think I think there's no, there is literally zero zero percent chance that Arya's dead. That, and if Arya was going to die, granted that my initial thought when she's getting stabby stabbed because I had the flashback to the Red Wedding because the sound it was making and seeing someone get stabbed like that. I was like, oh, shit, Starks are dead. But I have I have I'm literally not even even a tiniest bit fearful that our, anything bad's going to happen to Arya long term because of that. Not even a little. Not even a, not even a little. This is only going to make her stronger. Hey, Phil. All now that her becoming awesome. Yeah. Awesome Earth. Hey Phil, now that the Hound is back, what do you think he's gonna be off doing? Killing. Especially part where he, you see him at the end grab the axe and just take off. Okay, I think that I think the Hound's first order of business is he's going to kill every member of the Brotherhood without banners that he finds. Oh, he's gonna go face his fears and learn how to become a fire dancer. Oh, I like that, Joe. I like that. He's good. He's going to. Uh, he's gonna try to do one of those like fire. Grow as a person. 
He's gonna. I thought you said he's he's gonna start rowing. He's gonna meet Gendry somewhere in the water and start rowing. <laughs> All of you and your fucking friends. <laughs> killing. I think. I think. I think he's gonna be up to killing and eventually looking for Sansa's side butthole. I think that I don't know, chopping wood in the countryside somewhere. <laughs> fucking gay aria is i uh, can't wait to reach my 80s so i can sneak up behind teenage girls and say sweet girl sweet girl sweet girl, sweet girl. with disney music Stephen, oh my god how long is Jon snow's penis flaccid i think it's very very small someone else said this in a different podcast and i'm stealing their i'm stealing their thoughts but Tor- I forget who it was, whoever it was. I'm giving you full credit. Tormund didn't say that loud enough so other people can s- hear that. So he wasn't just doing that guy thing like, yeah, Joe, you got a small penis. Uh, like joking with you. You're fucking, I fuck better. Whatever. He said it to him. He whispered to him. I saw your pecker. So I think that was a, I think that was a hint that John probably does have a very, very small penis. No, I don't. <laughs> well, maybe, maybe, maybe if you go go around making a loud declaration like that, you're inviting a like a a fight to the death because you've challenged someone's manhood. So like he was just trying to like joke with John on the side without having to like fight him to the death for calling him a small dick fucking dude. You're getting lots of love in the chat. Uh, walking David Carmine says you're looking good, looking Peter Baelish ish in your beard. Paley- Thank you, Carmine. <laughs> I know. Uh, I, I know. Carmine's been wanting you to do, uh, work out an impression of him. You you got it. You got yeah, it. Yeah, but it's like I don't know. It's not like Joe, where I can just do like a Boston accent. Yeah, Carmine <laughs> has a very normal voice. It's I, I don't what have the a fuck Boston is going accent. On? Yeah, well, I know. But uh, no if I try to do you, it ends up coming off exactly like Bill Burr. I can't end up doing it. <laughs> and so just good shit, dude. Jesus fucking Christ, like that. So yeah, you said. Um, yeah, you said. But uh, oh, what was I gonna say? You were ta- you were talking about trying to do you were talking about trying to do get up behind and uh, do some Carmine. Oh well, yeah, like he has a he has a very nice voice. You have a very nice voice, Carmine. But um, I don't know how to impersonate somebody who doesn't have like crazy Christopher Walken, Matthew McConaughey esque flair to their voice. Do mice, do mice. They fell on some cream. Yeah, I can't. I can't. All my, all my, all my impressions end up sounding bad Jamaicans eventually. So I, I don't even fucking try it anymore. See, sometimes when you're going around Westeros, Edward says, Joe, you can't get through an angry rant without going almost all full selfie on people. <laughs> I'm not even from selfie. Uh, Carmine says, ah, broken heart. I, but I forgive you, David. Lots of love. Lots of love. Mom's family's all selfie though. So, I love you, Carmine. So let's get into a couple more. Uh, I just had to make sure I brought that up. We have a few more points to go before we call it a day. So let me get over to our questions down here. Some of these are still from last week's episode. So uh, if you want... Uh, you can always call in at 781-990-8509 if you have any voicemails you want to leave while we're getting through the rest of these questions. But uh, do you think, Tyrion, this is from Amy. Uh, I might have read this already. Uh, let's see. Was Blood Raven and Bran the only one? Okay. Do you think that Tyrion will be... Oh, no, I already read that one. This is from Timo. Question. In the frame-by-frame shot of Bran's vision, you see a dragon flying in the sky, which looks very dark compared to Marine or even King's Landing, like dark, hard, like hard home dark. Do you think that that was a flash of the future? And if so, where do you think that dragon is? Just the north or does the winter uh, or is winter reach further down south? I don't know where exactly it is, but I do think that was a flash from the future. I think they were all flashes from the past. You think they're all flashes from the past, Joe? 
Yep. I think those who do not learn from the past are doomed to repeat it. And Bran is there to help people learn from the past. He is there to, to give us that insight from what has happened before so that uh, these people don't make those same mistakes so that they can get through this. Um, I re that's, that's my opinion. I, I don't think we've had any, uh, like I keep Thank saying, you, Amy. Uh, I'm finding it hard to find the, aside from like premonition, any actual like um, future sight that is absolute and future sight as it has been in, with our past sight. David? A quick question though. It's like, I don't know if you guys had already talked about it in a previous show. I can't remember off the top of my head, but uh, do you think that the reason that the Mad King went mad is because Bran did sort of what he did with Hodor and warged over there, was having a discussion with him, and he was saying, like, look, the White Walkers are, are – the dead are coming, and you need to use fire to kill them, so just be sure to burn them all. And then, like, something happens, like Mira shakes Bran again, he snaps out of it, and then the Mad King's just left going, burn them all! Burn them all! Like, you know, like kind of like a <laughs> – <laughs> I like it. Burn them all. Like, like, uh, Dennis, like, uh, I was just thinking of, uh, fucking backdraft with, uh, Sutherland's father, Donald Sutherland. He's like, I like fire. I like fire. But this yeah, is the, <laughs> this is the dragon picture they were talking about. Um, I do think, I personally think it's the future somewhere. Um, but it also could be a past shot of one of, uh, one of the other dragons in one of Aegon's conquest or something like that. It's Smaug. It's Smaug. It's Smaug. It could. It could be. I don't think it's, it doesn't look big enough to be Balerion, but it could be. Could be one of the other of of the dragons in some of the, some of a past event. Um, but but I don't know. We'll, we'll we'll see. I think I think as time goes on, hopefully in more detail in our last two seasons that are more than fifteen episodes or something, uh, that we'll get we'll get a lot more details about getting into brand's visions and seeing where things go like that. And we'll get into a lot more analysis of that. No, the mad King was just crazy. Brand plays the song of fire to ice during Jamie's bath scene. Jamie says the mad King said, burn them in their houses, burn them in their beds and shit like that. Mel saw herself walking yeah. the ramparts of Winterfell. That's a vision of the future. We, the red gods, we were talking. I, we did mention that earlier when Joe was saying we got fire dragon. Yeah. The dragon definitely looks smaller than Drogon. The mad King went mad because Illyria didn't prepare his salt sandwich. Is that from when Tyrion and Jorah were in Valeria? That might be that shot from Tyrion. Good, good question or good point. I'm started. Helen, uh, right analysis. That was enough. Eris the second wants to disinherit Rago. Uh, Bran warged into the Mad King, and he was originally saying something else. Just got muffled out to burn them all. He was crazy. Burn them all. Burn them all. That's uh, very accurate for the day today, atheist. Uh, build the wall. Uh, Mel should just die. He's a growler, Phil. The wild over explosion in the tunnel. Bran's vision did not happen in the past. Uh, catching it live. Great to see you live, and thank you to everyone that's been able to join us. We have a few more questions and comments to get to before we call it a day. So again, huge thanks to everyone that joined us this afternoon and uh, all of our friends for joining us all year. Special shout out right now to Devin and Carmine who are out there, who uh, a lot of you guys are here because of them. So thank you to you two so fucking much. Okay, so our next comment is from Critch. Anyone finding Danny's crazy eyes and obvious pleasure of adoring crowds a little bothersome? Coupled with a red priest's bad decision by Tyrion, Westeros might burn before it freezes so i love that that was well phrased yeah great 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 point as always a lot of times critch's questions comments just stand on their own as just a great great statement so let's get to the next one in brand the last place the targaryens own uh were in control of burned 
<laughs> he said that so snarky, like dude, just like yeah, dude, well the last dude that was the same. right. Didn't it? Wasn't didn't don't they control Valeria me, too? Don't even get me started, Westeros. <laughs> Well, fucking. Oh, yes, I always pay my debts. Ugh! Love. That's my love. <laughs> That's me hugging you. <laughs> but no, th seriously, dudes. Thank you so much. Fucking A. Uh, fucking the Mad King wanted to burn with the rest of us, the reborn as the dragons, the ashes. What Jamie said to Brienne was in the bath scene. Uh, chances are Rickon makes it out of this a lot. Chances Rickon is still alive right now. Uh, I mean, I think he is still alive. He's being saved to uh, to be murdered in the in proper times. I think he'll. I no, think. I think he'll abdicate the throne to Danny when she gets there. <laughs> Rickon. He'll be like, I didn't want it anyway. Oh, did you say Rickon? I meant. Uh, oh, Tommy. You meant Tommy. I'm confused again. Oh man. Little wishy-washy, useless kids. No, actually, Rickon's not wishy-washy. He's a fucking. He's a hard ass. He's a little. Joe, Joe having all sorts of problems today. Joe is not responsible for things Joe said in the first half of this podcast. He's just waiting. I'm not responsible for anything ever. It's never, I didn't do it. It wasn't me. And your video proof has yeah. been doctored. Dude, to... the channel's called Fill the Issues, guys. So, I, so if anyone gets any hate, it's going to be me, not you. So. Hey, not my show. Yeah. Not my problem. Yeah, you're not your show, Joe. What is it? Yada, 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 my line. Yada, 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 yada. My line. Bullshit, 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 bullshit. My line. Bullshit, 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 bullshit. My line. Oh, I read scripts. Yeah, me too, David. Me too. Okay, so uh, this is from Battleground. Guys, I'm really sorry. Uh, so really sorry to hear about your friend passing. Thank you so much. Not a great situation there. I was watching your recap video and had a panicked thought. What if they're fucking let the wave kill? What if they fucking let the wave kill Arya? I don't uh, think it's impossible since they completely fucked Dorne. Pretty sure that's where they draw the line with this goddamn show. I don't. I mean, I think we already saw the conclusion of that. I think there's zero percent chance that Arya doesn't end up alive in this situation. I know this is Game of Thrones. I shouldn't fucking say that, but I just. I don't necessarily see Arya making it through it all. I think maybe she might uh, fall towards the end. But if, I, if I'm if i a betting man, which I am, I'd put money that Arya at least makes it to the final season and at least makes yeah, if, it to, like, the final phase of this all. If, if I were a betting man, I'd bet that George R. R. Martin likes his little girls most in his stories. <laughs> Yeah, there's there's no doubt. Dude, <laughs> Joe, Joe, again, when, when Katie's not around, the creeper Joe comes out full force. Well, <laughs> full when force. It, when it's about Arya or anything with, like, the women, it's like you got to imagine, like, everybody's going, you know what? I don't even think they're going to have any more tits in the show. Yeah. I don't. I don't. You know what? I just don't. Devin makes a good point, too. Arya can't die, Arya can't die a virgin. She's going to meet up with Gendry again, and they have to, they have, to have lots of... Uh, Lots of babies. That that needs to happen, and I think I think I think everyone wants that shit to happen. Arya and Podrick. That's what I'm thinking. Oh, you're thinking. I see. I, if anyone does, if, if no, if I see. I'm yes. disagreeing. That I think I think yes, Arya maybe deserves it, but I think Podrick is gonna end up uh, servicing Sansa's side butthole. I think that I think that I think that's gonna happen. I think Arya in Gendry. No one else. No one oh, else. Sure is gonna. It, no, it's gonna end with Pod lays Arya down. We have implied penetration. We see Arya's O face cut to credits. That's what it's going to be. That's the end of the whole 
series. And Arya's O face ends up being Jaken. Let's, t- you guys, <laughs> I, this is the best. This is the best tinfoil condom theory I've ever heard. Let's jump into the live chat. Craft Mama says we love Creepy Joe. Uh, didn't sound that creepy at all. The Hound and Arya will make midget porn. What's going on? Is um, Melis- Melisandre death by fire is the purest death. Creeper Joe for Warden of the North. Joe passed that stuff around. Podrick is a cocksmith. George uh, R. Martin is an unrepentant comic book nerd. And if you do the math, Arya is a loving tribute to Batman. George R. R. Martin would never kill Batman. And uh, Arya finishes the show as an actress traveling around doing vigilante work on the side. Joe is great. The Starks and the Baratheons to rule, if not Sansa and Joffrey. It will be Arya and Gendry. I am with you, Duke Chronic. Rickon and Lady Mormont. Let's just pair everybody off and have a party. I got one more. for First for you, Joe. I'm pretty sure Danny's titties have made have made everyone a believer. Uh, second, <laughs> there's no real comment the question there. There's just Joe. Uh, so yeah, everyone's a believer. Ah, uh, and I saw her areola. Now I'm a believer. And I saw her tits. That's not fair. You have like dials to change. Laid on my face <laughs> now i'm a believer sorry david sorry david i know i have uh <laughs> i have magic buttons and stuff i was i was about to uh about to push something and have the uh the fresh prince of westeros theme come on or something like that so <laughs> so uh okay that is all of our que- oh no there's a second half to that question she gave her speech which i know joe thinks is an eye roller but it totally gave me goosebumps to see her crazy ass on a dragon yelling out her bullshit. I'm sick of her playing queen. I'm ready for her to conquer. I think it's funny that, like, you like Danny, but you can't not rag at her in that situation. You're like, yeah, her dumb ass is... I, 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 and this is something. I rag on Danny a lot. I'm very hard on... Oh, I'd love to be hard. No, I'm very hard on her. I thought the scene when she's going through the fire and all of that, Joe and I got into a little bit of an argument about that, where Joe's like, same shit over and over again. I thought that was a good scene. I thought her speech there worked. I just think they could have combined those two scenes together and somehow have her come out of the fire and have or have Drogon rip come in after she set the place on fire and like finish the place off and then take her out. I don't know, something. They could have done it to combine those two things into one scene and then we don't see Danny again until the end of the season. They didn't need to replicate the same kind of scene twice. That's why that scene bothered me, the second one, uh, with her and the dragon. I just felt it was unnecessary, though. She takes a horse, feeds the horse to the fucking the horse god or something, the dragon god that makes Drogon magically appear. Like, what the fuck went yeah, on there? That That's where the bullshit happened, just like... Hold on, you guys. I gotta use the bathroom real yeah. quick. I gotta go fuck this horse for a second. I gotta go. Get, I gotta go get ridden by this horse or something. She could smell the dragon. Yeah, sorry. I'm telling you that that's that's a very distinctive smell. Once you've you seen how it, big a dragon shit is, it's huge. Uh, exactly, exactly. The pits of carcasses that they leave behind that are are charred but like rotting. There's a. Uh, I, I don't necessarily not buy that she knew Dro- Drogon was by or maybe around the corner or could smell him or sense him. I don't necessarily don't buy that. And I did like the fact that uh, I loved seeing the dragon. I loved seeing her on top of the dragon. I'm glad that Drogon f- rejoined with her again or found her again or wasn't far away from her. But y- yes, it, to me, like we've had her walking out of fire twice. We have now like almost back-to-back episodes of her making Dothraki bow down before her again, uh, which already happened once again at the first fire she walked out of. So it was an eye-rolly scene, but I did enjoy seeing the dragon. I loved seeing those big uh, ports in its mouth, the roar. There was a lot I liked about it, but again, it was like, uh, 
Um, we got a call. We got a. Oh, a Lauren says if Lauren's listening right now, I if I have a question in for next week's feedback show, where is their preferred place to send it? Uh, you can send it direct message me on Twitter, direct message me anywhere you are following, or text in the show, or if you want a voicemail, call in at seven eight one nine nine zero eight five zero nine. You can also email me at I Got Issues Man. If you touch base, if you're a part of the Discord group, jump in the Discord group and share it in the feedback room. We got a couple more questions to do quickly, and then we're going to call it an evening. But I do want to do one thing before we take the last couple questions because it's it's similar to what the, uh, who do you think will die by the season finale besides Ramsey? Um, will Joe? Who do you think Joe and David? Who do you guys think will die before the season finale besides Ramsey? Because I think most people think Ramsey's going to die. So as we wait for Joe and David to come up with their thought, I'll fill I, in the I, dead space. I don't think of, I, ever since Ned Stark died, I stopped thinking about who's next dead and i just let it happen i just let it come okay like joe likes I'm, joe likes it when they come that david yeah i i think that uh it's gonna be someone that we really care about not just someone that we hate but we're also gonna lose someone we actually care about i think we might see theon die somehow like and kind of trying to be have an honorable death uh because he doesn't even seem like he's motivated to go on even after that uh pep talk by uh, I guess Yara is it Yara or Asha? Asha, I can't remember. Yeah, um, Yara on the show, but it does either way. Either way, it works. That, to me, it's like yeah, it looked like he had that glint in his eyes, but I also feel like he might decide, like you know what, it's better to have it died honorably than live in misery. I I feel like he'll die. Oh, I know, I know who who's next to die. Uh, Lancel. Nope. Uh, oh I'm, yeah. I'm, I'm gonna say the phrase oh all like the, like all of them like like, like the, all the like the truth of them outside river run <laughs> all those phrases outside river run they're dead they're so, the next to die someone in the chat i think it was devin asked uh for a hot take for next week so let, what i'm going to do and we'll start doing this on the feedback show at the end here is uh read the description for next week's episode and see what we think some of this means uh while jamie weighs his options okay jamie's weighing his options to what he's going to do with the blackfish i think someone said this in the chat i'm going to echo the statement i think braun does his hundred good men thing and ultimately he sends a hundred lannister soldiers with braun to scale the wall up there and do some cool uh braun stuff to uh to impregnate that bitch uh river run somehow so uh so so we'll see if that happens and i think that will be part of ja one of jamie's options to send braun on a sort of uh ramsey like 20 good men give me uh 10 good men and some fucking shit cersei answers a request cersei is going to go and do her trial by combat thing. That's all going to happen. The mountain is going to fucking kill some sparrows next week. I think we saw that in the previews for next week. I think there's going to be lots of lots of mountain killing people. I'd like to think Lancel Lannister is dead next episode. Uh, that would yeah. be one of my speculations. Peter Dinklage's plan bears fruit. We're going to see the fucking red menace all over Marine and that he let the fucking vampire in the door of the fucking red priestess. And now all the red shit's going to be spread across Marine and it's going to start to be getting too big for him. Or someone else could also analyze that as the dragons finally get released or actually leave the cavern because they sense that mummy's coming home and Tyrion has already let them off their chains. So his plan for letting them off the chains could bear fruit with the dragons uh, getting out there. And Arya faces a new test. Okay, that's the big one. Joe, Joe, David, uh, I'll go to Joe first and then David. Arya faces a new test. 
So uh, what's the new test that Ari is going to face? Anything? You got anything for that, Joe? Uh, gets getting back to Westeros. Okay. Staying alive after being stabbed in the belly. Um, yeah, that's. I, I was gonna say something similar to that. Trying to stay, learn how to stay alive. If that is in fact her that we saw getting stabbed. Um, and uh, well, we also see we talked about like in or sorry we um you guys talked about in a previous episode how you see Arya in the trailer for season six, like running off of a building. And it makes me think that more than just the waif is after her. Like, I feel like there's going to be a more like of a group of people sent after her, like more faceless men. And so you're going to, she's going to have that paranoid, like looking in every direction, not knowing who she can believe is real and isn't. And that's going to be kind of an interesting mind fuck that she has to deal with. Um, because that's kind of how she looked at the end when she was stabbed, when she was looking around. It looked like they were, she kept focusing on certain faces, wondering if those people were who's really. Stab her next. Yeah. yeah, like who's coming after her. Um, because keep in mind, I mean, with all the faces they have, we don't know how many people might be out there who've already been through this training program. It might not just be the Waif and Jackin. Uh, it could be 10 other people, 100 other people, who knows? Yep, and uh, let's let's clear the chat out a little bit. Brienne can only confirm about Sansa. No one knows about Arya. Drive says the many-faced god will heal her. E. Martinez says, I hope Melisandre dies, except if John dies again, no one will bring him back. Uh, someone said, uh, hope the next couple of weeks are fucking better. Uh, than these. Oh, come on, Joe, that's too obvious. It's got to be a twist. Uh, no Penny, we need Penny. Penny finally arrives in Marine. Uh, that's the plan. Yes, please make it happen. She faces a ge geometry test. How to stuff my huge dong and her little snatch. Tommen will be the champion for the face. So, this is the situation for Cersei. She can win the trial and her son dies, so it's double-edged sword. David, she's so gonna get stabbed from jumping from rooftops. So When Arya jumps, it looks like a guy <laughs> on the stairs is waiting to catch her. Fucking uh, in Gendry. Uh, there are only two, a maester and apprentice. No less, no more. It was Jaqueta got stabbed. I'm telling y'all. Nightmare in the Riverlands. Puppy Chow. Do you guys think that the Faceless Men now know about Arya going to Westeros and just put Faceless Men on all the ships? I think it doesn't get shown enough on the show. It doesn't get displayed enough in the show how big the Faceless Men are. It makes it seem like it's just Jaqueta and the Waif. The Faceless Men are like a ton I don't know the exact number someone can put it in the comment section but it's a lot it's a lot more than the show makes it seem like and I wish they made they showed a little bit more scope to it in the books you meet a lot of different people from the face from the faceless men yes David well I I think that that's the case just because I mean think about this in all honesty I get that it's West it's Bravos and you know there's a lot of assholes around there but like it would explain why Arya, when she was staying in these specific locations, like when she was blind, just huddling near the stairs for days, why nobody helped her. Nobody came to her aid because if they're all faceless men, they're all aware of what's going down. And they're like, yep, don't interfere. Don't even look at her. Yep. Not, Good. It's not, not our job. We got to wait for the wave to come by. She's going to kick her ass and then we're just going to let her be blind again. <laughs> Tormund Giants Bane says, how the hell do you do this so early? Fuck my life. Oh, we try to do the uh, at least one podcast a uh, week in the er in the afternoon hours to help some of our friends that are in different time zones all around. Yep. But uh, but yeah, even, it's def definitely very early for Joe. Joe stays up. I, the other day, yesterday, I did a podcast at 9 a.m. Someone was like, uh, Dakota joked, you guys should do morning podcasts. I'm like, Joe falls asleep at 9 a.m. So yeah, I went to bed at 7 a.m. this morning. Yep. 
fucking uh fucking a throwback from the books you can go do jack after being stabbed like that it's either jack in a guard uh, or allowed the wave to stab more to test or Arya the wave will have their real showdown this coming week okay so let's get i just want to get to a couple of the results from the straw polls that klc and caitlin were doing during the show kogane bowl hype so do you think Kogane Bowl is going to happen? 20 people, 69% said yes. Uh, seven people said no, you're all delusional. And and 7% said, what the fuck is Kogane Bowl? Will Bree and persuade Blackfish to join Sansa? Uh, this one, oh, a lot of votes in this one. Uh, 76% said yes, no doubt. Uh, 24% said no, that bastard's too motherfucking stubborn, motherfucker. No, he'll, he'll, he'll absolutely, he would do for Sansa what he will not do for his nephew. Okay, here we go. Do you still have hope for Lady Stoneheart will appear? 34% say, uh, say yes. 59% say no. And, uh, 7% say who the fuck's Lady Stoneheart? I'm, I'm on that. I think there's a lot of fingers pointing towards it right now. I, no, but no won the poll. I say I'm 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 in the no poll. I voted no in that poll. So, but uh, yeah. I agree with you. I, I agree with you, Joe. Many. That there's too many there's too many factors pushing in the situation. Is Arya really stabbed, or is she using some sort of the mummers props to trick the waif? And uh, let's see. see. Okay, can I really quick? Can I just say something about mm-hmm. that? It's like, how would she know she was gonna get stabbed in the fucking gut? You know, like, why would she have a blood pack right where she got stabbed? The only I don't flying fuck. So it's David, like she would have gotten stabbed in the head if David or just slit j- the throat or something. J- good, good point. I mean, I was gonna, I was gonna make an argument for you, but you kind of, uh, you, cor- you corrected your point, and I can't argue it because I was saying, oh yeah, she. She knew she was going to get stabbed because she made a fuss out there, knowing that she was watching because she understands the faceless men are always watching. So she knew that the waif would be stalking her. So she made a big scene. But your point, your better point, the better point, I'm like, yeah, the better point you made. But the, the, uh, <laughs> is that how would she know she was going to get stabbed in that spot? She would, uh, in the stomach. She wouldn't necessarily immediately assume that that would be the case. She's not, she's not, uh, Right. That's that part of the theory that kind of gets me thrown off. So I, I figure maybe she she was making a scene. She was trying to force a showdown with what she figured would be the waif because she is a smart girl and was taken by surprise for some like odd reason at this old woman whose face she had already seen or and just she just happened to catch her uh, in that half a second, unfortunately. So that's the one part of that theory that gets me, but I do think she, and that's why I keep saying is either going is going to be found by them as she's stumbling around bleeding. And that actress is going to be like, Oh, you saved my life. Let me save yours. A life for a life. <laughs> and the many, the many face God will be pleased. Very, very, very <laughs> pleased. So you know what though? I'm very pleased. Thank you so much to the walking David for joining us this week yeah, on this week's you, feedback show. Love to have the walking David awesome. walking David. If people want to see more of you and I don't mean seeing you up at the, uh, the rusty, uh, the rusty shame. or the rusty banana where you do stripping on the uh, Los Angeles area. I mean, ah, the rusty banana, the rusty banana. If you, uh, if people want to find you more on YouTube or anything like that, where can they find you, buddy? Okay. Uh, well, I have a couple of channels. Uh, I have obviously the walking David where I primarily do uh, walking dead, uh, reviews. I'm a little slow on that right now. Cause I'm currently reviewing, reviewing back in season two, arguably the most boring season. So, uh, bear with me, but I'm going to be putting stuff out very soon. Bear uh, Island also- with him. Sorry. <laughs> bear Island with me. Yeah. Uh, 
don't rape 12 year olds people um but um, so anyways don't do it pro incest the show is um but anyways i also make fan videos and stuff like that i actually am going to be making an aria uh fan video for you guys specifically for the friends of phil and the podcast here oh, awesome uh, mm -hmm. And uh, I'll give you a hint. It's a compilation video of Aria to the song uh, You're Gonna Go Far Kid by The Offspring. Uh, so trust me, it's going to work really well. You're going to like it. Awesome. Um, and David Grayson is another YouTube channel I have. So cool. thanks, you guys, so much. Huge thank you to David. Huge thank you thank to Carmine you. for jumping in. Huge thank you to Atheism Unstoppable for jumping in the live chat. And to all of our other friends in the live chat, let us let me jump into them. Athe uh, analysis of Thrones, Atheism Unstoppable, Basquack, Boring Brad. Uh, not not Boring Brad, Boring and then Brad. Uh, Chris, Claudio, Craft Mama, thank you for the awesome cute fucking baby video. Dakota, Do Chronic, Doug, Drive, Edward, Helen, I'm Started, Julio, Keo, Critch, Lady, Lady, Love, Love, Lazy Bazooka, makes me want to chew some gum, Max, Michael, Misty, uh, Peter, Rochelle, Steven, The Weeknd, Tormund, Giantsbane, Will Carter, Ren, fucking Redwood, and all of our other ninjas that have been in the back or all of our friends that are in the live Discord group. If I didn't get to your question, please get it to me for next week, and we will get into our recap uh, this coming Sunday to talk about episode 8 of season 6 of Game of Thrones. No one. Joe, thank you as always for joining me, buddy. If people want to find Joe, you can find Joe at Dirty Locks on Twitter. You can also check out Dirty Issues Gaming if you're into watching some game streaming. Check out Joe. What was that? Zoom to have a name change. Yeah, Zoom to have a name change and some uh, content changes going on on that site. We'll, we'll talk about that more over the summer. But, uh, David, again, huge thank you for joining us. We're going to end things off again this week or this episode with another thing from PD's Live Music who did a remix of one of our songs uh, that we play in the close. And this is a Tyrion, in honor of Tyrion coming back more in the next episode. PD's live music is also very, very awesomely working on another one of these for us too. So if you haven't already and you enjoyed this video, hit the subscribe button, hit the like button, share it. Uh, you can find all other ways to contact me or help out the channel in the description box below. Huge fucking go hug yourselves to everyone. Uh, make sure you're always keeping your eye out for the side butthole. Take it easy, everybody. And we will talk to you next time. Later. Peace. Where do I begin, my lords and ladies? I am Tyrion, son of Tywin, of Clan Lannister. I'm going to die. May as well be with a song in my heart. Imp! 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 Dwarf. Dwarf. You should have stopped at imp. Drinking and lust. No man can match me in these things. I'm a monster. Drinking and lust. That's what I do. I drink and I know things. Lord of Light wants his enemies burnt. There you have it. Drown God wants them to drown. Nothing to worry about. Why are all the gods such vicious cunts? Where is the god of tits and wine? I drink. I'm a vile man. I drink. I confess it. And also make sure you join the Friends of Phil on Google+. Plus. Check us out on Facebook, all that stuff. You can check that all in the comment section with Ren. And join the Discord chat to keep the discussion going all fucking week. David sometimes does an after show in the Discord chat where he plays some of your hottest tunes. So check all of that out. Thank you, everyone, for joining us today. Drink. I'm a vile man. I know things. I'm a great fighter, too. I have lied and cheated, gambled and whored. I am the god of tits and wine. What about the dwarf? Worthless. Chop off his cock. Let's discuss this. Well, cock has magic powers. Wait, wait, wait! We find a cock merchant. We'll sell it for a fortune. 
You can't just hand a dried cook to a merchant and expect him to pay for it. He has to know it came from a dwarf. And how could he know? It will be a dwarf-sized cock. Guess again. What do you want? Gold? Women? I'm here to help. Golden women? Don't eat the help. Just the mine. Stick with me and you'll have them all. We find a cockman. Milk my ear into a pot of turtle stew. I flogged the one-eyed snake. I'm a monster. Skinned my sausage as well as a wolf. I made the bald man cry. Imp. I drink. Imp. I drink. Imp. And I know things. Shagalag's accent. I made the bald man cry. Wolf.